The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds and seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Thank you. just tempted to play Frank Sidebottom songs all night. What other radio show in the world would kick off with Frank's sci-fi medley from the sci-fi EP? No one, especially not on, on a supposedly serious talk station that's owned by The Sun... Oh, we're all moving to a new studio. Yeah, they've been saying that for a year. Oh, it's going to be like being in a glass box. That sounds shit. <laughs> oh, we're moving to a new studio. They've been saying that since we started here over two years ago. Yeah, this one's in a glass box. Yeah, it sounds awful. Oh, I don't know. I've always wanted to work in Tupperware. There we go. Make sure you burp before you go in. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's Friday. We've got that Friday feeling in our pants, Whoa. and that means anything goes. Pick up the phones. Give us a call. Give it. Dial up the phones. Pick up the phones. Dial up the phone. They don't dial anymore, they press. The press. Press to play. One of Paul McCartney's most disappointing albums, 1986, I'm gonna say. Um, if you, there's no question, there's no hook, there's no um, point. point to any of it. This is all meaningless. Um, but you can give us a call about anything you want. If you want to talk about the wedding tomorrow, you can. What wedding's that? Um, 
Well, they've 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 moved all of the homeless people that s- sleep on the streets. They've moved them all. The police moved them all about three days ago. And as soon as the scum went, then important people in Union Jack sleeping bags moved in to have PP prime position um, on Pescod Street and the High Street and opposite the castle. But the, the homeless people, I saw footage of this homeless woman who I see a lot and I speak to from time to time. She's always very, very, very polite to me. And... Um, she got turfed out to be replaced by some some foreign scum. It'd be some foreign, it'd be an American that's taken her place. It'd either be an American, um, an Italian, lots of Italians there. Won't be a Japanese, there'll be a lot of Japanese there, but they're, they're sensible. They'll be staying in hotels. Or someone whose entire wall is covered in pictures of Princess Diana. What? I don't want those, I feel less safe walking the streets of Windsor when there's Flipping fruitcakes sleeping out there who's who've got a, a, a Princess Diana shrine than I would it for those lovely homeless people. They're not all lovely. You know, there's a couple that are a bit obnoxious, but most of the, the, the homeless people in winter are, are, are charming and polite. There are a couple that, you know, get a little bit drunk and a bit shouty and sweary. And I've had occasion to um, shoot them a look as they swear as I walk past with my kids because that's not on. But, you know, most of them are all right. And, and they're, they're, they're people that have fallen on their luck and they've been replaced by... They're being replaced by people who would willingly sleep on the street for three nights so they are at the front so they can see 20 seconds of a royal carriage going past them. Dear God! Who ca- I saw... As I was driving in to work today, I saw a... a, a poster on the side of a bus stop so it's a proper thing behind the perspex someone had paid for it and it was a picture i don't i don't quite know the exact wording but it was a picture of um harry and Meghan markle who let's be honest are better than you scumbags oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand and the um the wording was something like parasites what are people who make you think that their lives, your life should to, should circle around them or something? Parasites are people that make you think that, that their their life is the is the reason for your existence. It was something like that. And I thought, oh, that's bold. That's that's a bold. Someone's paid for that. I've often thought of um, how I, I've often thought of paying for posters, or you know, you can sponsor roundabouts. I've often thought of sponsoring a roundabout and and just putting rubbish up there you know not but, but just but just putting nonsense posters up there and things like that i don't how much what's the going rate for sponsoring a roundabout do you think i think it depends where the roundabout that's is. that's a good point Catherine. you know you go milton Keynes, they're ten a penny literally literally london primo roundabouts <sighs> yeah i do think um uh, anyway, uh, I, I sort of live in Windsor. The family live in Windsor. I live in Slough for now. But I'm going to Walsall tomorrow to a retro game event. I'm going to be talking at one o'clock about like some TV shows I did about video games. And then the rest of the day, I'm going to get at about 12, half 11, 12. I'm going to spend the day playing video games. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'll, I'll be there for a bit on Sunday as well. Just playing old video games. I can do that. I can, I can do that. 
That, and I'm doing, this is a freebie. They put me up in a hotel, but I'm doing it for free, just for something to do. I am denied about this for ages, because you know I hate things. Yeah, with know. people. I hate things with people. And, and someone was kind enough, Paul, Paul Davis was kind enough to ask me ages ago. And, I, and he said, bring your kids if you want. And I said, ah, let me think about it. And he kept emailing, just check in. I was going, yeah. And then I went, yeah, I'll do it. And I went, no, I won't, no, I won't. I don't want to do it. And I said, uh, then I looked a couple of weeks ago. I went, yeah, do you know what? I did, I did, I, it's just going to be something to do, isn't it? If I don't like it, I can always just go home, can't I? Well, once you've done your bit, once yeah. I, well, yeah, once I've done my bit, I'll do my bit. So that's tomorrow at Walsall, in Walsall. So if you want to come to that, um, yeah, sure, whatever, I don't care. Um, I always used to confuse Walsall with Warsaw. Don't do that. Well, no, I did. I thought they were the same place. For, uh, until about five years ago, I thought they were the same place. And I found it very, very confusing. But, because you people don't speak properly. Well, it's true. But but I've got it right now. I know which one's which. So I, uh, tomorrow I'm driving to Poland. The joke's going to keep coming, guys. They're going to keep coming thick and fast. 0344 499 I should just say as well, I've been thinking a lot. Twitter's been um, strange today. Someone called me out on Twitter. Someone called me out. There was this program on last night, 10 o'clock on Channel 5, me and my mental health or me and my mental illness. It seems to have two different things. And I was in it and Trisha was in it and a couple of other people were in it. And, you know, it talked about taking drugs and suicide and all that kind of, all the fun stuff. And I, I had a barrage of supportive... Hang on. Oh, that neck. Thanks, Kath. I had a barrage... <laughs> Ooh, that neck. That telly's still on, isn't it? I had a barrage of supportive um, texts, uh, means, tweets. Which means you're going to get something nasty any time. No, I've had some. I'm, I'm getting to that. Yeah. So a lot of people saying, great, thanks very much. A lot of people, a few people emailing me, telling me um, books I need to read and medication I need to go on and all of that stuff, which is, you know, great, thank you. But then there were one or two... Um, thoroughly unpleasant people yeah. there's 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 one guy because the story came out that I, there was a little bit of sexual abuse when i was a kid a little bit nothing nothing massive compared to other people it was over a very short period of time but so there's one guy on twitter when that came out said uh yeah um i know this may sound controversial but i always thought that once people got tired of ian lee crying he'd come out with something like this wow for attention if I'm wrong, I apologise. But yeah, that, that's like, oh, dude. All right, man. Yeah. Because that's the kind of attention I want. I want the attention of um, people thinking I was touched up as a kid. I wasn't touched up. It, was, it wasn't quite like that. But that's the attention that everyone craves. It's like when um, when women generally, but when human beings come out and say they've been raped by, by someone, well, they're only doing it because they want the attention. They want to be famous. Who wants to be famous by by saying they've been raped? What kind of what kind of fame is that? Loads of the women that accuse Cosby got that. Yeah. Hey, just just want your five minute. What what fi- what five minutes of fame is that? Let's put it to the test. Can you name one? Hey, remember me, guys? I was one of the women that said I got raped by Bill Cosby. <gasps> you don't remember me? Well, crazy, th- crazy thing to say. So there was a bit of that. I do wonder about people that yeah. type that kind of crap. Yeah. Do they type it and then go, yep, that's me, self for the day, feeling good about myself? Yeah. What did you do today, Daddy? I had a pop at someone, (laughs) pointlessly. I I trolled some women who may or may not have been raped. I really put those bitches in their places. I'm so proud of you, Daddy. So there was a couple, there were literally a handful that were were calling me out for... um, 
hogging the limelight. But then there was one. Well, I didn't spot it until today, this morning, and I blocked him straight away. Right? And it was the first one was because in this thing I said, oh, I would I would my feelings would I would have the simultaneous feelings of feeling like I'm a piece of SH1T and also feeling like I'm a genius at the same time. You know, is that dichotomy? And didn't say that I was a genius. I didn't say that oh, I was, I'm somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the middle. Right. And so this guy wrote, yeah, yeah, y- y- no wonder you're depressed. You're not a genius, but you certainly ain't as good. You're certainly not as good as Ricky Gervais and Sasha. You just need to grow up and accept you're uh, not as talented, except you're not as talented, something like that. It's like, whoa. Wow, okay. Then he said another one. Because I've talked about, I guess it's no big secret now, that I go to like NA and stuff like that. And um, he said, um, also, mate, I've seen you in AA and NA meetings, and I've noticed that you always leave before the end. Um, Surely you're missing out on the most important part of it, the community. You're not better than anyone else. Right now, here's one of the things. Right, I'm not supposed to say I go to these meetings because there is a tradition. Tradition eleven. We've got to maintain anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Right. So I'm not really supposed to say I'm in it, but I have made the choice to come out and say I'm in it. And there'll be some people in the fellowships who are angry with that, and there'll be some who don't give us stuff, and there'll be a couple who be going, "Well done, son." Right. But that's the decision I've made, and I'm, I'm cool with that. But even though I've done that, no one else has the right to call me out no one else has the right to say that they've seen me in a meeting no one else has certainly has the right to say what happens in a meeting right we have a little saying at the end what you see here what you hear here when you leave here let it stay here gossip is damaging to the fellowship and the individual and it can cause relapse so what happens in those rooms there was a big story do you remember about 15 years ago big story about um, a, a journalist had some pictures of Naomi Campbell outside an NA meeting. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. But pictures of her outside an NA meeting, smoking a fag and talking to other addicts, and it was um, it was a big story. And I think she sued. She certainly complained that it was an invasion of her privacy, that those meetings are anonymous and they are private. And there were other people in the pictures that were, and it's it, you're not. And um, they, they, I think they paid out, and and they they got a fine. They paid her a load of money, which is why you never see. I've seen loads of famous people in meetings. I've seen loads of non-famous, people, but you never see pictures of people coming out of meetings now. Pretty easy, you just look online. You go right. There's a meeting. There's a meeting in Soho. That that probably gets some actors there. Let's go. You know, you you never see it, and you've never read a story of a, a journalist i infiltrated the uh, aa the alcoholic you don't get it because even the press respect that anonymity they have to now by law because of this naomi campbell thing so this guy called me out and and, and you, you can't you can't say you, you cannot say i saw such and such in a meeting today you just can't do it right and you especially can't say and they said this you or, can't do and that. they did this you can't do that that's 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 one of that's one of the sneakiest things right and so I, I blocked him, right? And I was kind of, I blocked him in the morning. And it was really, I, I, was, I was really angry. I guess I block him, I block him. It's the best thing to do. But it unsettled me, really unsettled me. And I felt discombobulated all day well, for the next few hours. And I was thinking, I, was, I kept coming back to it. And then I, I went and sort of had a lunch somewhere. And then I, I finished the lunch and I came out and I went, no, I've I've got it. No, he's bang out of order. He, he he he's he's broken a big rule. 
he's broken a really big rule, and I'm going to have him out for it. So I unblocked him, and I tweeted him. I said, I'm going to block you uh, for several reasons. The first one is, you're very rude. Second one is, you're very unpleasant. Third one is, no one gets to call me out for going to a meeting or my behaviour in a meeting. I do, you don't. Fourth one is, I think you're a crap DJ. He was, it was his job. Um, and then I did a thing about you should go and speak to your sponsor and just, just read him those tweets and let's see how spiritual they are. And then I got a few more tweets in, just calling them out, saying, you, you know, you, what you've done is bang out of order, mate. That is, you've, you've, you've made the rooms, is what, is what we call them. You've made them feel a whole le- lot less safe to me now. Because um, I've always, always, apart from early on in a couple of meetings when a couple of people said some really rude stuff, but always, you go into these rooms and I've always felt safe to go in there. And you share, you share the deepest, darkest stuff, you know, you, you share it and it's a safe place because you know that no one's going to judge you or, or grass you up. And isn't the whole point that you look around and no matter who you are, you should be allowed to say what you want and you should be able to trust Mate, the others. They don't treat you any differently from anyone else. I have seen homeless people in those meetings. I have seen some of the biggest rock stars and actors in the world in those meetings. And at the end, we all hug each other and shake hands and, you know, we all do that. It's it's, it's completely levelling, right? And um, and then, then a pile-on ensued on this guy. And part of me, if I'm honest, felt quite smug about it. Uh, people calling him out and joining in and stuff. And then it started to get a bit mean. And then a couple of people tweeted me his name because oh, they found yeah. his name. And then someone, uh, his email address was in his Twitter feed, but someone tweeted, wouldn't it be a shame if everyone sent spam to this guy? And I, and I had to go, whoa, 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 right? Please don't tweet his name. Please don't tweet abuse. Please don't email him. That's not what this is about. I called him out. That was it. And and, and, and it was, you know, it was cool. Um, and then John Ronson started tweeting, completely co- coincidentally, because... He wrote that book about sh- called Shamed, about how people can get shamed by Twitter mobs yeah. and how it can ruin lives. A throwaway comment, a, 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 a badly conceived joke, um, you know, something overheard. Twitter mob ensues, grows, 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 and people have lost jobs, have committed suicide, all of that. Right? And he was coincident. We follow each other, but I don't think he was tweeting about me. I know he wasn't. Um, he was tweeting about that American guy who... Um, had a go at some Spanish people for speaking Spanish. This is my country. You will speak English in America. And and, and he just, anyway. But he was right. He was tweeting that, um, you know, Twitter mobs are bad, that, that people kill themselves because of it, and that good people, you know, that bad people create Twitter mobs, but also good people thinking they're doing the right thing create Twitter mobs. And I thought, yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did today. Slightly different. Slightly different. I should have emailed the guy, should have done it. If I was going to do anything, I should have emailed I should have just blocked him. But if I was going to do anything, I should have emailed him. And I didn't. I didn't because I was full of righteous indignation, which is a powerful force, man. And um, it just made me think, I have today dipped below the standards I would like to think I live by. So... Uh, I guess what I'm trying so I've deleted all of I've deleted all of it, of course. So what I would like to say is apologies to that person, to that gentleman. Probably not listening. Don't think he listens, but that's fine. Um, and I'll I will send him an email apologising uh, for calling him out in public. Apologies to that person. Apologies to the people who follow me on Twitter. I know most people back me, but there will be some that go, oh man, what 
you doing? But apologies for um for 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 going below the standards that I want to set for myself. And um uh, I think a lot of us got excited by righteous indignation and I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. Um and there'll be people going, "No, oh, you did the right thing." And you know, it's it's kind of a close call. It's not the most it's not, you know, I've it's not that I've killed someone and going, oh, God, I've, I've definitely done the right. It's it's a slightly grey area, but I feel uncomfortable. Mm. So for me, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, that means I've probably not lived by a, you know, I've not followed a, let's say, spiritual path. So apologies for um, making Twitter a slightly dirtier place today. There we go. Although looking at his, I know this is a completely different yep. thing. Because yep. this is about how you feel about your behaviour, right? Yep. So that's that's you. But looking at his feed, as I did, because I don't normally get into your rows on Twitter. Nope. Mostly I haven't got time. Um, There's a lot of them. But, yeah, but I pulled him up this morning, not yeah. about the meeting thing, but just about the snidiness. And I, I like to think I did it subtly by just tweeting him. Yeah. But, you know, people read my feeds and stuff. Um, You're but, an influencer. Well, I don't think I am. But um, I read his his feed was just always having a pop at people. Yeah, yeah. And there are some people who just do that the whole time. And because they don't get any response, they think it doesn't make a difference. Would well, you know what? It does make a difference. I'm going to send him a tweet. I'm going to send him a tweet. I'm going to send him an email during the show apologising for calling him out on Twitter, saying that what he did was wrong and was beyond the pale and was rude and was dangerous, but I shouldn't have called him out publicly. Mm. I still want him to own what he did, but I also have to own what I did. There we go. What about that guy that sent us a picture of his penis? (laughs) I did. Horrible bloke. Sent us a picture of... of, of, It wasn't his dick. And then his feed is a lot of... It's a lot oh, it's just a penis being held down by a, um, a dildo. Uh, we, we, we've got him suspended. Oh, three. That's the way we're going in future, just <laughs> subtle. On that uh, bombshell, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Gary, Zach, Simon, stay there, become you in a second. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, listen, line one. I know you don't want to come on the radio. Your phone number ends nine one eight, but it just says on my screen doesn't want to come on. Just wants to listen to the show. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I- I'm going to just put you back, and you're going to listen to. How long do you think you might be listening for? Uh, about an hour, hour off. Beautiful. Okay, thanks very much, man. I'll leave you yeah. there. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. It's a service we're happy to do. Like dial a disc. You don't seem happy to do it. Well, You've got a right mard on tonight. I've got a mard on? Yeah. You really have. <laughs> That's not a thing. Yeah, you're mardy. Can't say mard on. You can say mard on. I, I made it radio, up. Mate. Of course you can. No, rude. Sounds rude. And are you biting your nails? Yeah. Jeez, you make me want to puke. Uh, <laughs> I'm just worried about what Uncle Rupert's going to say when he gets the phone bill for an hour and a half. Now, now then, you, you flaming galaz, what the hell is this? Let, just go through this phone bill with me again, will you, Ian and Kits? You got the guy's on the, on hold for an hour and a half, and he didn't want to come on the radio. What the hell is going on? I'm all about the bottom line. What the hell is going on? Hello, hello, Gatford. Yeah, what, what, what the heck is happening? Why? Well, just, it, there seems to be some sort of interference on the line there. I heard... That's you. Murdoch. Oh, sorry. Nice. What do you want, boy? Well, I, 
I kind of think I've run out of interesting things to say. Mate, that was when that was when I was doing the Sunday night show on LBC. Yeah, laugh it up. Um, so I wonder if you part. could help me with my shopping list. Okay, what do you want me to do a shop for you? Yeah, no, 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 don't no. Just help me prepare the shopping list. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'll tell you what I've got so far. Yes, please do. Yeah, uh, two loaves of bread. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, uh, milk. Four pints. Yes. Biscuits, um, drink, margarine, ham, cheese, crisps. Yes. Um, liver and bacon dinner. Dove soap? Uh, soap, yeah, I'll put that down. Yeah. What is that coming, small or large, do you know? I, uh, I'd go large. Yeah. Go large, yeah. okay. Um, hair gel, not sure why I'm buying that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grecian 2000. You, you, there was a story, wasn't there, in the paper that, that, um... Bigger people pay more for their clothes. Yeah. It was a controversy. And I just wondered, Gatford, mm-hmm. do you pay less for your socks now that you've got a toe missing? No, I still need socks. Yeah, but do you pay less? Can you get... Packs s- of one. For, well, yeah, just one well, sock. No, I wear both pairs of socks. Okay. I'm, I'm missing a toe, not a leg. Okay, but one sock has got less to- toe yeah, they jam. Don't, they don't stock for toed Socks. Well, then you well, no, not for toads. Not for t- not for toads or frogs. Oh. I'm talking about the humans. Yeah, you should go on that um, that uh, Dragon's Den ripoff with Br- um, Brian Conley. Buy it now. Case. It's called Buy It Now. Yeah, you should go on Buy It Now with um, with Al Jolson. Do you seriously think there's some some room in the market for that? Oh God, yeah, definitely for deviants and and um, idiots who lose well, a toe. It wasn't actually. I didn't lose it. I know exactly where it is. Where is it? Bin. It's in a lab in somewhere and somewhere. Do you reckon you could you could lose another toe? Well, yeah, it could, it could happen. All right. Like, well, no, but that'd I don't be funny, want man. To. That'd be funny. No. Why have the phones gone mental? Have we got well, the phones have gone absolutely bonkers? Have Support I d- for me, probably. Um, okay. Well, hang on a second. We'll just yeah, let's let's just, just stay there. Hang on. Um, John, have you called in to support Gatford? Okay. Um, I'll consider that one for me. All yeah. right, go, I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, yeah, Angela, what have you called in to support Gatford? No. No. Oh, okay, that's one for you. Yep. One all. Uh, one all. Stuart? Yeah. Have you called in to support Gatford? No. Oh, two one to two. me. Two one to you. Yeah, si- this down. Simon? Yeah. Have you called in to support Gatford? Is it Gatford or Gatfoot? Oh! oh. You there. I'm, calling, I'm calling that support for me, though, to okay. be fair. Three, two, three, one, three, two. No, no, two all. Come two. on, that was mine. Zach, you played about my name. It's Zach, playful. have you called in to yeah. support Gatford? No. There we go. Uh, That's uh, three, three two. two. Yeah, okay. Mystery caller that doesn't want to come on the radio but just wants to listen. Uh, are you silently supporting Gatford or not? Nah. <laughs> I like that guy. We don't even know his name. It doesn't matter. We don't. He's, he's Waldorf and Statler rolled into one. <laughs> Why isn't he listening on like a radio or something? Or that's that's. We'll find that that's out. None of your over, business we'll, or ours. We'll find that out over the next hour and a half. Four two. Okay. Oh, his three G is down apparently. Oh, uh, okay. Dom, have you called in to support Gatford? I haven't. I've, I've just started listening. I don't know what, what's going on. Okay, me. that's fine. Uh, yep. Five that, two. That, well, no, is that, is that he supporting me there or is no, that an abstention? No, he said no. He said, I haven't. Oh. And Nigel, have you called in to support Gatford? I haven't called in to support anyone. Okay, there you go. It's 6-2. You've been well, you... no, hold on. If he's not supporting anyone, it doesn't mean he's necessarily supporting you. Well, the question wasn't 
who have you called in to support me or Gatford? The question was specifically, it was simply yeah. a yes or no question, like Brexit, okay? You, you're getting the Brexit. Uh, it doesn't matter that you didn't understand what a single currency was, a single trade market, or flipping the Norwegian system. It doesn't matter. Right. The question was, do you support Gatford? Yay or nay? It was six. Do you support Gatford? It was six two again. All right. So back to the shopping list. Yes. Um, is it worth getting any sort of cereal? No. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The phones have gone absolutely bonkers, guys. So just just bear with me. Let's go to let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, fantastic. Th- thanks for calling, Nigel. Yeah. Thing is, he didn't even notice what he's done. He didn't even notice. He just carried on. Sorry, guys. Don't think that went out on the radio. It certainly went out on the YouTube. Our apologies. We don't allow that kind of language. He needs to post it on his phone. Let's try Dom. Good evening, Dom. Good evening. How are you? I'm f- uh, none of your business. Oh, sorry. That's all right, man. What you got for us? I was yeah. I want. I was just. I had a question. I was hoping you could help with. Of course. And it and it comes from. I was at a, a thing um, a week or two ago. Yeah. And it was a set menu deal, and one of the dessert options was an exotic fruit platter. Now I didn't get the exotic fruit platter, but when it came, I saw that it was just the medley of the, the main melon types. It was cantaloupe, uh, honeydew, and water, and it got me thinking: Is that still? A melon still considered an exotic fruit, well, or have they slipped into ubiquity? And therefore, what is the least exotic exotic fruit? Well, hang on. Well, well, where do, where are melons grown? Well, that's that's the other issue. You look at the definition of exotic online, and there's two. Cool. There's one that implies it's simply from a far far away place, yeah. and the other that it's somewhat unusual. Okay. Well, where are melon? It, where are melons grown? Where, where's a cantaloupe? I don't know. Cantaloupe. I know. I know some. I know you can get watermelons from Italy. Right. Okay. Was there watermelon served? There was watermelon. Okay. Served. Where does a, ca- a, a cantaloupe? A cantaloupe sounds French. Well, no. Well, it, well, but then that makes me think it's African. Why? Because they speak French in Africa, certain parts of it. I don't know if you know your history. French in Canada as well, but you're yeah. not growing them there. No, I know, but you, but you are right. Yeah, yeah I am right. Yeah. yeah, you're South African, aren't they? Yeah, Thank so you. Does, well, they don't speak French in South Africa. No, but they speak well, French in melon Af- farmer. Um, I was going to say I'll farm your melons in a minute, but even <laughs> I would have to admit, even I would have to admit that is crossing a very, very wrinkly line, and I Whoa. just don't want to go there. But then I suppose it's whether you consider exogenous. Just <laughs> actually raising her eyebrows and conducting an email in her head. Well, I would say the least exotic exotic fruit then is a banana. No orange. No, no. See, I think bananas were once exotic. Yeah. Like post war, it's dead exciting to get a banana, wasn't it? Yeah, but, but now they're all over the place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I reckon, I reckon if you get a big Mike banana. Rather than a Cavendish, then you'd be talking exotic. No, but they you are you asked out. you asked what was the least exotic exotic fruit? Yeah, and, I think And I'm saying I it's a banana. The, I don't think a banana counts as exotic anymore, that's my point. No, but that's what jeez, um, oh, isn't he, that what the point is? Doesn't he understand his own premise? Mm. I thought you were saying melons didn't count as exotic and that, that so they were not very exotic exotic fruits. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So a I would say an exotic, a, 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 a fruit, an exotic fruit that is less exotic than a melon is a banana. 
No, I would I would agree, yeah. You but just what I'm saying is disagree. I won't concede that I won't consider either to be exotic anymore. Yeah, no. exactly. Right. Thank uh, you. Yeah. That, that, that's right. what we were going for. Um what what would you consider to be an exotic fruit? Kumquat. Kumquat's pretty exotic, uh, yeah. Kumquat but... may. <laughs> no. I ate some exotic fruits in the jungle, and I'll be honest, they all tasted like arse. What was the most exotic fruit you had? There was one called um, a chocolate fruit that was supposed to taste like chocolate, but the one they gave us, they gave us a lot of fruit that was off, and the one we had was way off, and it burnt your, it, I mean, it burnt your mouth like acid, and you swallowed it, and I was the only one that ate, well, no, there were four of us that ate it, the others looked at it and went, no, I'm not having that. And, um, oh, and it gave us the trots. Gave us the steaming trots. There's the chocolate. Yeah, well, <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, chocolate's made. And, um, oh, it was disgusting. But anyway, I, I like, there's nothing better. Don, would you consider this exotic a fig? A fig? Do you know what? We actually, we've got figs going in our back garden back home. Where, managed where to... do you live? Greece? Bolton. Oh, okay, thanks very much indeed. <laughs> Good work, Dom. 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Hey, Manchester, Catherine and I are coming in you on July the 28th at the Three Minute Theatre. It's uh, We're going to do live um, Rabbit Hole. It's a tiny venue. It holds about 65 people. Uh, it's the 28th of July, 7.30pm, showtime. And if you want tickets uh, for that and for the London show we're doing on the 3rd of June, ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee. Also, um, there's going to be dates in um, at the Rondo Theatre in Bath. And there's also going to be one, again, at um, Caroline of Brunswick in Brighton. Um, just getting th- those are kind of sort of we're just getting the links up for those tickets. They're coming soon. And um, I'm talking to a venue in Glasgow and a venue in Edinburgh. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh, yes, I am. So, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Are you um, enjoying yourself, anonymous listener? Yeah. Thank you. Let's go to Angela. Hi, Catherine. I mean, sorry, Ian and Catherine, I should say. But Catherine, don't mind. Um, I love it. No, Catherine, don't mind. Ian, do mind. No, Ian, don't don't mind. Ian, gentlemen. Why are Ian talking like this? Angela talked like this. Ian talked like this. Ian taking piss. It's good to have a laugh. It's good to have a laugh. It's good to have a laugh. Yeah. Well, I'm ringing up. Yes. I was um, I got a new bike. I got um, a sweet, you know, a tricycle bike, one of those adult ones. Oh yeah. Um, and I've been on it for seven miles today. Flip it, egg. Man. How long did that take? Uh, and I say about an hour and a half, ain't it? Up and down. Up and down. Just, just, you just went up and down the, that side, the front of the house. No, <laughs> I went really to my. Then your mum called you in for tea, and you had to stop. Yeah, but, but right. Now I went to my seeing Dave's mum. Yeah. Um, Dave's mum. Yeah. That's quite. That's quite far out. Yep. And then I came back, and along the path down there, that's quite a way out. And um, it's just lovely to get out again. 
It's nice to get out. It's nice to be nice. When I get my new house, I'm going to get my bike and I'm going to leave it in the garage for another five years. No, I'm going to go for rides up and down the country lanes of the um, luxury countryside mansion. I haven't ridden my bike for so long that it's still got a baby seat on the back. Wowzers. My kids are both at school. Yeah, as teachers. (laughs) Um, Well, good for you because well done. Me me and Kathy, as you know, are trying to lose weight and this week has been a right right off and we went to the cinema today we went to see um the was it the lonely ones the quiet place place. have you seen that oh have you seen it angela no i haven't yet mate mate oh mate it is scary although i had to dump that sorry on youtube and twitter sorry angela i had to dump that also how stop it by the waterfall stop it (laughs) stop it no spoilers sorry youtubers um, but it's a, it's a good old film. But we bought we we were there, and in the the sort of the canteen, they had these massive chocolate muffins with custard in. And I said to Kath, "Would you would you share one with me?" She went, "Yeah." And then we looked at them, and we looked at each other, and we and I said, "Should we get one each?" And she went, "Oh no, no." I said, "No." You said no, but no. you did that look. Your eyes were saying yes, and I went, "Go on." And you went, "Oh." Oh, go on then. And so we had these these two chocolate muffins with custard in, but we couldn't eat them during the film because the, the film is very, very quiet, Angela. Very quiet. There's not a lot, you know, talking in there. Not The music's very low-key. It's very tense. So we couldn't eat it because you, you couldn't rustle the bag or or have a good uh, nosh down on it. Couldn't have a good, couldn't have a chomp on it. Come put it in your mouth and have a... You know what I'm done. All right, it? stop You've that. Got the Come idea. on. Um, but I took my shoes off in the cinema. That was nice. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice, that's actually. That's living, Angela. Yeah, I took my shoes off in the cinema. Why not? Um, um, oh, Sam is saying someone mm. dropped a bag of Skittles when I saw it. What were they doing carrying Skittles? Did they work in a bowling alley? Oh, you mean the sweetie. Imagine the noise a bowl of Skittles would make. That would be awful, wouldn't it? That would be terrible. Um, can you... I ask you something? Of course you can. You know, this last few, um, oh, you know, this last few days. Yes. I've been, I've been listening quite well. You know, I do. Um, I was wondering, are you doing a bank? Because some of the callers sound familiar. Am I doing a bank? No plank. Am I doing a plank? Plank. As a joke. Oh, a prank! In 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 what way? Because um, you, you tend to t- show certain listeners, listeners listeners how to do it. Oh, oh, am I doing a prank? No, I'm yeah. not doing a. By the way, this is a recording from when Sam was at the pictures. <sighs> that would put you off totally, wouldn't it? That would put yeah. you off totally. No, I'm not doing any pranks. I'm, I can't do pranks now. I work for Good Morning Britain and Loose Women, and if I did a prank, I'd be. Last time I did a prank, I got the sack from the one show and from Six Music, so. I ain't jeopardising it this time, but you you should feel free to go and do your own pranks. Oh, no, wait. Thank you. Mystery caller, is this a prank or is this a genuine you just can't listen to us? Sorry? Okay. Let's go to Charlie. Hello, Charlie. My name is Charlie. Hello. Hello, Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Turn your radio off, then. What? Turn your radio off. Turn the radio off. Turn it off. Ha. Hi. I'd just like to say hi. Okay, Charlie, I should warn you, we have a seven-second delay, so anything you say that's rude, it won't get broadcast, but, you know. 
Oh, I won't say anything rude. Don't worry. Good lad. What have you got for us? Um, what have I got for you? Um. <laughs> oh, I pressed dump! Charlie? Charlie? Yeah? I, 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 I pressed the dump button, so can you say, can you say bye again? But bye. Thank you, there we go. That's fine. <laughs> that was tenser than that bloody film, that was. Um, let's try loads of calls. People have been waiting for ages. I'm really, really sorry. Let's try, um, Stuart. Good evening, Stuart. Good evening. How are you? I'm none of your business. <laughs> well, I have depression and you made me feel so much better tonight. So yeah, man, you. we're better than the... You, we, you know, you can buy, um, you can buy, um, Viagra in the chemists now. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was because I remember when it was like a drug when you had to order it online if you wanted all that kind of shiz, and that there were you'd go around people's houses and they said, "Do you want to buy any Viagra?" And all, you can go and get it in Boots now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just, just, just yeah. a suggestion. Just a suggestion. <laughs> um, I know you had a bit of a Twitter storm today. Yes. Uh, um. Now, I have a question. Is it morally right to bully a bully, even if the bully had bullied a person who was partially sighted? <sighs> That's a quarry, isn't it? it? No, I tell you what, that quest, that specific question is not a quandary. There's, there's a simple answer to that. No, it's not right. Okay, then I'll need to make an apology right here, right now. Well, no, no. Okay, well, hang on a second. Hang on a second, Stuart, because cause it's it's not right to bully a bully. And, 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 and I kind of... I rightfully called someone out today, but then I think it turned into bullying. And during the last set of trails, uh, last set of adverts, I, I, I sent an email to that person saying, I apologise for my behaviour. That was out of order. But I really think that what you did was also out of order and you should have a think about it. But I'm apologising and owning my part of it. So I've done that. But um, so what happened to you then, Stuart? Well, this person was bullying a very close friend of mine. And she was in a real ring of milk crying. Yeah. Um, and so that that put me in a quandary because I don't want to see her cry. You know, she's a lovely gal. Um, and he was being really rude to her and saying horrid things. I don't really want to say it on the air because it's not fair on that person. And some of it isn't broadcastable, sadly. Okay. Um, so... I just went on there and I just started firing out things and I think I was saying things in the heat of the moment and yeah. I was kind of judging him when I shouldn't have been. Yeah. So that is part of it and I kind of, I went off the rails a little bit and even when he said stop, I didn't. How do you feel within yourself about it? Try and switch off your brain and right. um, kind of focus your attention on your chest how do you feel? How do you feel in your chest about what you did today? Wrong, because there's your answer. There's your answer then. Because I know I have depression as well, and you know that that could onset a bout of depression because one thing can yep. just say something. Um. Well, then, there's your answer. You, you, here's, here's the thing. But, but, but we all know if we've done something wrong, if we really think about it, or, or if, sorry, if we really stop thinking about it and feel about it. Um, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, my suggestion would... My suggest, well, 
like I say, what I did to this guy is I apologise for my behaviour, but I, I still pointed out that what he did was unacceptable and that he should think about what he did, but I apologise for my part. Um, and maybe that's a template that um, you'd like to follow. I don't know. Yeah, certainly. Um, but then also I have come across my own um, kind of Twitter storms because people have said things to me and then I've had to respond. And unfortunately, I did say one which was pretty swift to me, but it was kind of, again, wrong because I was judging her on 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 being a... Um, I'm, I'm trying to find the right word that's not swearing. All right, hang on. Um, can, can, can I interject? Yeah. You said something there yeah. that I thought was very interesting. I bet you picked up on what I picked up on. Go on. When you said I had to respond. Boom, yeah. Here's the thing, you, yeah. don't, you don't, right? In real life... Right. We all have those moments where someone is really rude to us. You know, hopefully in your life it doesn't happen very often because when someone's rude to your face, yeah. it's, it, it's, uh, it, it's humiliating, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you're anything like yeah. me, people do that and then I'll walk away and think, I should have said this, I should have said it. Oh, I've got a real zinger for them, right? On the rare occasions where that zinger has popped out, usually because I've lost my temper, I felt terrible. Mm. Because mm. you know what it is? Because you've become worse than they are. Yeah, and it's guilt as well, because, like you say... You're not that person, right? And that person has provoked you into behaving in a way that is not really the way you are. So here's the thing that I try to do on Twitter, and on the occasions I don't, I feel rubbish. I almost saw then. I feel rubbish. And that, to me, is what Ian said earlier on. It tells me that I shouldn't have done it, is I'll sit back back and and I'll not get involved. Mute them. If you don't want to give them the satisfaction of knowing that you've been um, annoyed by it, by blocking them, mute them. And then, mm. as far as they're concerned, you don't care. Yeah. But you've not lowered yeah. yourself, right? You keep your side of the street clean. You can feel good about yourself and let them get on with them. Whatever they're doing is nothing to do with you, really. Because I don't believe a happy person behaves that way on Twitter. Stuart, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate that. You've given us a lot to think about. Let's go. Oh God, there's so many calls. Let's uh, let's go to Zach. Crazy Chicken John. I imagine we'll get to you after the news if you can hang on for a bit because I want to give you a fr- fair crack over the whip. Good evening, Zach. Good evening, Ian and Cass. Oh, someone's so happy. Bit... Is it because of the wedding? <laughs> Are you no, wearing no, Union Jack pajamas? Monkeys about the wedding. Hey, hey, bit of respect, mate. They're, They're better, better than you. you. Yeah, I know, but good yeah. lad. What you got for us? Anyway, I'm, I'm excited because my mum and my dad are in the hospital currently. Oh, sorry. And my mum is giving birth. Yay! Oh. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. They're on hospital for it's not a bad thing. We thought they were both dying, and you were going to be on our fan, but that's a good thing. They're what they are in there for. Congra- so, yeah, congratulations. It's um, Italian for well done. It. It's yes. gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, you, yeah, it will be. It will be weird. No, it will be your brother or sister. There's no way to speak about a young baby. <laughs> well, it's gonna be a sister. I know that already. All right. Well, she will be weird then. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's gonna be like well weird, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm already, uh, I'm already a lot to handle. So two isn't is gonna be a bit difficult. Well, your old news, mate. We wish you the Merry Christmas. We wish you the Merry Christmas and a happy baby. What are you going to call it? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Well, you must have come up. You must have got some brilliant nicknames for it already. No, I don't care what they're going to call it. What are you going to call it? Uh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
There we go. That's that's the best thing you can call it. Congratulations, Zach. Well done. Welcome to a whole um, heap of life where you're not the most important person anymore. Did your eldest name the your baby? Do you know, I can't remember. Like, I know that my, I know that um, my nephew Dylan, who would have been s- five or six, wanted to call the youngest one Stromboli. <laughs> My eldest wanted to call the baby Tangerina. There we go. There we go. Exotic. Crazy chick, John. Um, uh, mysterious anonymous caller. Are you staying on over the news? Uh, yes, please. You're, you're very welcome to, mate. How's it? How do you rank tonight's show? What would you give it out of ten? Uh, six and a half so far, I'd say. We've got to up our game, Kath. Game will be upped after 11. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. He's not singing on this AP. Ruin me, last one. Thank you. Sam's looking absolutely bemused. What the hell is that rubbish? It's bobbins. It's bobbins. Oh, poor old Frank. I tell you what, I'm tr- the song I'm trying to find, I haven't got it on my computer and I can't find it on iTunes. Cause, so has someone got Frank si- from, the, from the Spaces ACP, from which that comes, singing um, Roger Robot? I can't find Roger Robot. I've got, I've, got R- Robert, I've got Robot Frank, but there's a song called Roger Robot. Um, how does it go? I, bu- I built a robot. But it's not quite finished yet. I build a robot, but it's not quite finished yet. I build it in my spare time. I call it Roger like the boy next door. The same name as his dog. Oh, Roger Robot, you're on my mind. Something like that. Can someone find Roger Robot and send it to me? I want to play that. 
Otherwise, I have to play Oh Supermum later on, which is just um, it's just a joy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You may have seen me on the television stealing um, strawberries and eating a pig's vagina. Um, Catherine Boyle. You won't have seen her doing those things, but she does both of those things in her spare time. Whoa. And uh, and I have been on telly. You may remember me from Look East, a story covering the fact donkeys, that Paul Sadie the donkey was trapped in a field. That's 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 where you recognise that voice, guys. Um, and we do this show Mondays to Fridays, 10 o'clock at night till uh, 1 in the morning. Um, you can listen on Talk Radio on DAB, download the app, or go to um, talkradio.co.uk. And we do a daily best of podcast, sometimes a couple of podcasts if we have a good guest, like we, uh, the the, um, the Nico podcast that interview, we put that out as a separate podcast, as well as a best of. And they come out the next day. So tonight's best of will go out on Monday evening. About, if I can be bothered. I know. Been been slacking a bit recently. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'll go out on Monday about 8 o'clock, something like that. You get it on iTunes or your usual uh, podcast um, thing. Uh, hello, Crazy Chick. Hello. Hello, Crazy Chick. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm going to speak about, um, obviously, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Yes. Um, and I wanted to speak about the stigma that comes with mental health. The stigmata? Stigma. The, the stigma. stigma. Sorry. Yeah, the stigma. The yes, stigma. go on. Yep. And um, I have um, bipolar, EUPD traits and psychosis. Oh, yeah, you got a good collection um, there. Yeah, a bit nice of a mix work. there. Um, and I wanted to sort of like mention what happened recently. Yeah. Um, I'd fallen off my bike. Uh-oh. And I'd hurt my ankle. Hey. And I'd left it two weeks walking around on it because I don't like lots of fuss and stuff. No. But it was so painful in the end I went to um, A&E. Yeah. And, um, you know, sick, gone through and what have you and, and the triage nurse and what have you. Yeah. Um, they asked if I was on any medication and I said, well, yeah, because I've got bipolar. Yeah. The attitude changed straight away. Okay. It didn't take me seriously at all. It, it, Even though my my ankle was ballooned, yes, um, they didn't seem to. Um, they just <coughs> sorry. They thought it was all in my mind. Right. Even though there was physical evidence that your ankle yeah, was swollen, was and they evidence. they saw the physical evidence, did they? Yeah. What what what? Well, what happened was she said, "Oh, that looks very swollen. We get an X-ray done." Yeah. And then she said. Basically, you taking a medication. I said, "Well, yeah, because I've oh. got bipolar." Yeah. And it was the, her attitude completely changed. What? I didn't need to have a mental, um, mental illness to realise attitude change. Now, in what way did it change? It was um, basically KG. Yeah. Um, sort of like, um, how can I describe it? She she just went very quiet. Right. And. Um, and then, sort of like I, I went to the X-ray, have an X-ray, came back and saw the same person. Yeah. And she said, "Well, you've got a ligament sprain." Right. So they re- they, um, they recognised that there was something wrong. Yeah, they recognised there was something wrong. One one part of her said to me, um, "Go home, get a couple of bandages, one to wash, one to wear." Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking, right, okay. And then before I left, she said, "Oh no," she said, "It's best that you just walk around on it." Right. Even though before she said sort of like put it up. Well, sometimes um, people think about things and change their minds. Mm. Um, was there anything else that that 
um, disappointed you in her attitude? Not really. She was really quite dismissive, you know. And it's happened. That's happened to me before. Mm. When you when you're talking a- NHS, and this is where the stigma comes in. Cause it's could it could it not have been that she was d- d- um, perhaps slightly less concerned when she realised it wasn't a break, or it, you know that that while it may be painful and uncomfortable, that actually that's not the worst thing it could have been. And, and uh, could could the dismissiveness, the the perceived dismissiveness, not have come from that? Because I, I find it surprising. I don't think it's impossible, but I do find it surprising that um, that, that, that someone in the medical profession would d- dismiss a physical illness, physical condition, because of a yeah. mental illness. Yeah, and like you say, she did, she did acknowledge that there was something wrong and, and did tell you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Do you, do you okay. not... Do you, and I, and I, hey, listen, let, let's just kick an idea around for a second because I don't know what happened. And I listen, I'm totally by... I, I totally believe what you're telling me because it's your truth and that's great. But yeah, could, okay. could there be a chance? Could there be a chance that, that you interpreted what was um, professional disinterest... Do you know what I mean? Because a sprained ligament or a torn ligament, it, 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 it's not a broken foot. You know, it's not, it, you know, it's it's something that... that yeah, is... I was glad that it wasn't a broken yeah. foot. Yeah, but do you, you think know? you could have could have interpreted her, uh, interpreted her, you know, once she realised it wasn't as serious as it could be, it wasn't an emergency. Yeah. That, 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 and she, she, you know, obviously A&E, they've got loads of people they've got to see very quickly, people with very yeah. serious injuries, that, that, that maybe yeah. it wasn't, a snub against you because of your mental condition mm. it was like okay well th- well it's, it's just a twisted ligament here's what you got to do thanks very much yeah that it wasn't a personal oh my god this woman's nuts i don't want to touch her feet <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you know what you know what i mean by that i don't want to touch a nutter's <laughs> foot i'd love to touch a nutter's foot if i'm honest can i touch your foot can i touch your i'll come and do your bandages Mm. Oh, that was a there we go. Could it? Could it? I don't know. I wasn't there, and I believe you. I believe what you're saying. But could it? Could it have been that? Do you think? Do you think? Yeah, that, possibly. Yeah. How's your foot now? Well, you got a nice giggle, isn't it? How? How? Will it, you pack it in? <laughs> <laughs> She's come here for some sympathy, and all you're doing. Well, is... this is this is why I got struck off. Exactly, in approach. I'll get struck off in a minute. Um, I've got a really good sense of humor anyway. Did, how is your foot now? Yeah, no, it's 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 fine. I'm sort of like walking around on it. Yeah, so it's, it's all right. Was there advice to put a bandage on it and walk around the right advice? Um, or haven't put a bandage on it since. <gasps> You're outrageous. I know. She don't really care. Bad, you right? deserve to have that foot drop off. <laughs> That's what you want. Imagine if you if it just dropped off. You just like gave it a shake and then came off. <laughs> and they'll say, "Did you put, put a bandage, bandage on it?" On? No, because I thought you were having a go at me. I wasn't having a go at you. I was busy. You fool! That bandage was keeping your foot on. Now go on, go on, put some super glue on it. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, listen. Here's, here's, and seriously, here's the lesson mm. I think we can all learn from this. Don't, okay. don't ride bikes. Oh no! Don't ride bikes. It sounds like a lot of faff. It's too, too <laughs> physical and it's dangerous. What you want to do instead is do what we do. We ride scooters that are twenty years old and falling to pieces. Yeah, like electric scooters. We're not ponces. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I really need to. You know, I really need to get onto my bike and because um, I need to lose a bit of weight. So oh. I just, I would like to okay. start riding the bike again. But oh. the last time I, I, 
brother. The Road. last time I rode a bike yes. was in my, you know, early 20s. Yeah. Oh. And um, I'm a hell of a lot older than that now. Yeah. It's, hard, it's harder, isn't it? Do you remember when you were a kid, right? When you were like eight, nine, ten, and oh. you could go super fast, you could ride on your bike all day and then chase after your mates in a field and then climb a tree and then ride back, <laughs> and you could do it non-stop. Here's the thing I've realised I can't do anymore. Yeah. A cartwheel. Oh. I found out the hard way. Wow. Do you remember when you just felt like doing one, so you'd just do one? No, don't, yeah. don't try that now. You'll, you'll end up on your head. You'll end up with a broken neck. <laughs> well, that's a you good point. If you go for a broken head, neck and you go in, and if she <laughs> says, if she's disinterested then, then yeah, she's got an attitude problem. <laughs> <laughs> so break your neck. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for that. Thanks for calling. Ta-ta. <laughs> Bye-bye. There we go. What a lovely lady. Nice one, Dr. Lee. There we go. I, anonymous listener who doesn't want to be on the air. Is the show picking up a bit? Uh, I think I'll make the podcast. Do you? I thought that as well. <laughs> I put a little asterisk next to it. What, him or the, the that call? Both, but mostly the call. No, turn it... cut around this guy. Don't put, he, don't put him in the podcast. I kind of like the cut of his jib. He's, um... he's, too, he's too direct for me. No, but I like the fact that he's hard to satisfy. <laughs> <laughs> I always find How that... How do you get that just from a phone call? Oh, I can just tell. I, I wish like I wish this we were like an oh eight nine eight thing because we'd be making a fortune off this mug. <laughs> um, all right, dude, you stay there as long as you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dredge, then John, then it could be you, dear listener. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. <laughs> You've been trolling me big time, mate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk. Radio. Just had a text. Are you taking texts now, you lanky ponce? No, not from twats like you. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number if you want to give me a call. It's Dredge. You, you guys never talk about bears on the radio. I've noticed that. Why are you bringing but, bears up, mate? Well, no, I just noticed you, know, you, don't, you don't usually talk about them. There's a good reason for that. Yeah, why'd you have to mention What's that? Bears stole my baby. Here's a story. Not bears, yeah. dingoes. A dingo a dingo ate my baby. That was it. Sorry. Yeah, the bears are fine. We should talk about bears more. You're right. Let's make the rest of the show a bear special. <laughs> Here's a story. Uh, bear put down after breaking into post office. Oh, okay. It's like having a guest in the studio, but, but, but one that's done some prep. That's unusual. Go on. I thought you were going to say, but worse. Uh, well, yeah, well, we'll see afterwards. <laughs> rep fans! Yay, rep fans! Yay. Go on. One for the teenagers. Mm. Uh, a bear broke into a... Po- this is what it says on, on, on 9news.com. Okay. Under politics. Oh. A bear broke into a post office in the town of Pitkin and caused quite a bit of damage. Oh. The bear entered the post office through an open door in the small town located in Gunnison County sometime late Thursday night. Wow. A spokesperson for Colorado Parks and Wildlife said... Okay, I love the, the way you're breathing so much life into this story. I mean, I'm, I'm grits. <laughs> that sounds, sounds nice. The bear was unable to get back out of the post office. Oh. So there's just so much there to keep his Thank attention. Thank you. <laughs> I have the same problem. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, you're on that bit to get out of the post office. Yeah, you get in a big queue and there's always an old person who wants to chat. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Anonymous uh, um, listener who doesn't want to be on the show, this call is turning... This, this call is taking it to an eight, isn't it? 
Um, no, 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 get rid. Get rid! <laughs> Flip it, egg! He wants to get rid of Dredge! That's not the head of talk radio, is it? Oh, God, imagine, imagine if this was, um... What's her name? Rebecca McKee. What's her name? Uh, Rebecca Luz. Rebecca... What's her name, Dredge? Is it, is it... Our boss. Is it... Oh, Brooks. not Rebecca. Bro- oh, that's Brooks. Rebecca. Robbie Brooks. Her Majesty Rebecca, Rebecca Brooks. Her Majesty, the Queen of Sheba, Rebecca Brooks. It could be her, couldn't it? She's not moving you lot somewhere, is she? Or something. Well, apparently so. They, but we, but we've been told since pretty much day one that we are going to be moving. So when it happens, it will happen. But I'm not holding my breath because that would be stupid. Get on with the bloody bear story. Anyway, in the end, they took the bear out and shot it. That's the end of the... Thanks for calling, Dredge. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, how did they take... Sh- hang on. How did they... Right. How did they take the bear out? And surely if all the bear wanted to do was get out, once they got it out, they should have just shooed it away. Go on, shoo! <laughs> on, oh, shoo! They said they shot it. Yeah. Flipping it, up, man. That's it, It's upsetting, man. isn't it? it? It's upsetting. Now I can see why you don't talk about bears, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite upsetting. Yeah. I don't like that anonymous caller. Okay. He sure? doesn't like you either. No, okay. Well, I've noticed that, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Anonymous caller and Oi, Dredge. Anon. Have Oi, this out amongst yourselves. Who, who do you think you are? Hello? Anonymous! Oi, Anon. He's not talking to you, mate. He, he's dis- <laughs> so, di- he's so disgusted by you, he doesn't want to talk to you. Either well, that or he's gone to the lavvy. Have you gone to the have you gone to the toilet, Anonymous? Hello? Have you He don't want to know, does he? He's not interested. <coughs> he's gone for a quick break, yeah. There we go, there we go. You're gonna go for a long one. Good evening, John. Evening Ian. John, what have you got for us tonight? Evening Cuss, evening Anom. If he's still there. No, we don't we just don't know. He doesn't want to join in. Stop trying to make him join in, everyone. Yeah, <coughs> that's the thing. Well, if he wants to come back anyway, I, I would like him to choose which path I go on. Okay. Um, light or dark? Um, let's go light. Okay, light. Uh, I'll start with cast dress, which I have mentioned once before, but uh, she can go anywhere with that dress in the summer. What? What, what do you mean anywhere? Well, because you're not going to be attacked by any insects, is she? <laughs> Sorry, it says John here. I didn't realise it was Gok Wan. <laughs> she was looking all pleased with herself and puffing herself <laughs> up, and then he totally trolled her. He totally trolled her. John, tell us what you're wearing tonight, oh, if you wouldn't mind. Me, I'm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you shot. Well, I've been wearing blue jeans and brown shoes. <laughs> blue jeans and brown blue shoes. T-shirt. Best call ever. And a blue t-shirt. Yeah. All right, I can see. I can see why you're allowed to have an opinion. On what I'm wearing. <laughs> Put that in the podcast. That was beautifully played, well, Jonathan. Beautifully well, you're not going to get attacked, are you? You know. Um, that, anyway, well, that's, um, is that the aim of the game? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I was pleased when I heard Gatford before because <laughs> someone uh, was. He doesn't like your dress, and he likes Gatford. This is great. The guy's a lunatic. <laughs> He's he doesn't like my dress, and the way he qualifies it is, oh, no one's going to attack you. No, he said insects. All oh, right. He did say no, insects. I, I didn't say that I didn't like your dress. I just thought you were, you know, you were well prepared, that's all. For, for what? Insect attack. Okay. So anyway, Catford, 
I'm really, I'm really, really glad he called tonight because oh, I, nice, nice. I, I've, I've, um, I've wondered who the hell he was. You know, like, um, he, he, he's pretended to be this one and that one and first time callers and stuff. Yeah. So now I know who he is. Uh huh. Um, so anyway, about the uh, royal wedding. Yeah, go on. I'm not really a royalist, but I tell you now, I would die for most of them. I would stand in front and take the bullet for most of them. Go on. Anyone? Prince Andrew. Yeah, him, yeah. Why would you take a bullet for Prince Andrew? Well, I just would. What's he ever done for you? Nothing. But you take a bullet for Prince Andrew? Yeah, would I? Good to know. We'll let him... I'll get him to uh, give you a ring. Thanks very much for calling, John. Oh, man! Honestly, my S list, I'm, I'm going to have to get a ring binder. Mm, ooh, buy my ring. Flip it, Ian. want you to bind my ring. Bind my ring. That's anything that's not been done to your ring, Please isn't it? Bind my ring. Oh, they did, though, One didn't they, time. when they got rid of the... They um... did when I had an anal fissure. I had to have my anus sewn up. That's did... a true story. It's the most painful thing ever. You know when you had the hemorrhoids? Yes. Did they tie them off like a lamb's tail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. But they did it in front of students. Because they were so extreme. No, no, just... Oh, this uh, is a good one. You I want had, to see I this? I had piles, right? I had piles. I've, I've got another one. It's, another one's just popped out. Oh, man. There's only one, and it's not bleeding. Um, so what happens is the last taboo. So I had piles, and uh, you, you go to the hospital and um, to get it checked, right? So you lie on... You, you take your trousers down to just below your knees, and you lie on your side with your knees hunched up, mm-hmm. and a guy comes and pulls your bum apart... And as a look, and he goes, right, you've got one, two, three, you've got six piles. What we'll do is you have, we'll book you in, come back, and we'll have them, we'll, 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 you can either have them frozen off or banded off, where they put a little elastic band around yeah, it. Lamb's tail. Because it's like a, a blood blister. Little elastic band, and that stops the blood getting to it, and they drop off. I was like, fine. He says, it's not, it's not brilliant, it's not comfortable, but it, you'll feel better. You, you, they'll go. I said, right, fine, let's do it. So we did it. So I came back like a month later. Again, dropped the trousers just below the knee, on the side, um, look in there, and he 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 said he said so he, I went in and he's not even a doctor. He just went, I'll go out. You what was get he a porter? I don't know what he was. He said he wasn't a doctor. <laughs> he worked there though. So he went out and I did it, and so I'm there lying there, and then he came in with like six young people, <gasps> and he said, Do you mind if I bring some students in? When, he, when they'd already walked in? Yeah. Oh, that's not right. Well, I thought part right. My ego minds. I want bum technology to advance as much as it can. And if if I have to be the anal guinea pig, then god damn it <laughs> then god damn it I'll do it. If my if my um farmer Giles can help future generations learn about them, then god damn it then let these young people see your grapes. See um, see see it. Um but it was awkward because because two of them were quite fit. What your piles? No, 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 no. Oh. The medical the medical students were quite. Fit. But anyway, so and also then he went. Oh, you, by the way, you've got an anal fissure, which is basically a tear around your anus. Um, thing is, it wasn't because of that. Um, but it, and it meant it means it means that when you poo, it feels like you're passing glass. Really painful, a lot of blood, and so yeah, I had to go and have my ass sewn up. Yeah. Very um, hard to um, heal that area, keep it clean. Oh, it? God. No, it really is, right? And 
Well, the, the guy said to me, he said, don't worry, they can do the op. It's a general anaesthetic, but you'll be able to go to work that night if you want, right? I was like, okay, brilliant. So I didn't take the day off. The, I was doing, I was an absolute. I didn't take the night off work. And I went in the morning and about 11, you go in, there's a general anaesthetic. I'd never had a general anaesthetic before. This, bear in mind, this, I was about like seven, eight years cleaner, so I hadn't had anything. And they give you general anaesthetic. It wasn't gas. It was two injections. Mm-hmm. The first injection, she said, the first injection, you might feel a little bit drunk. Oh, man! My eyes were, like, darting. And it was like I was pilled up, and my eyes were darting. And I was thinking, whoa, baby! Whoa! And she said, I'm about to give you the second injection. I was going, no, don't! This is great! Honestly, I was... Gave me the second injection, and suddenly you're out. There's that thing, you, they count back, and you get to eight. And, mm-hmm. and so it's gone. And then the next thing you know, it's the deepest thing. The next thing you know, um, someone's going, Mr. Lee... Mr. Lee, time to wake up. I was like, I don't want to wake up. And then you're just like on a ward, like a day ward. You're not meant to stay there. And um, you're sort of wearing like a nappy, right? And flipping it, my ass was sore. And she said, right, you've got to just lay on your side. Maybe I was on my back. You've got to lay down for a couple of hours. You can't move for a couple of hours, right? And she said, have you got anyone coming to pick you up? I went, No. I was told I could go home on my own and go, I'm going to work tonight. She said, I don't think you are. So I was lying there for about four hours. I was in agony, right? And um, I had to get up and go for a pee. And she said, just be careful when you get up. There might be a little bit of discharge. Oh, God. Right. So I got up and I went into the toilet. I was off my face. I was all over the place. I was having a pee. And just like this juice was dripping out of my bum juice horrible juice bum juice was pouring out of me all over the floor i hope you're looking away and shaking heaving your shoulders because you're crying not laughing it's laughing isn't it it's laughing you're laughing at my bum gravy yeah okay well that's that's okay that's okay so it's the last taboo and uh, so i went back and i cleared it up as best i could oh god and I went back and she said, are you all right? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. She goes, are you well enough to go home? If, uh, if my, my wife came. I said, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I think, I'm good. I don't want to go home. I said, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. So I went home. I was off work for three weeks, right? Three weeks. She said, they say. When did the seepage stop? About 10 days. She said, um, probably best. They give you laxatives. Because you don't want to pass a stool. No. Because that will rip it. And she, you're right. You, you've got you've got um, sew up on your bum. So you don't want to get um, you don't want to get marmite in there. You don't want to get marmite in the jam jar. Huh? There shouldn't be jam in there. I hope. It was bloody. Yeah. And that's the marmite jar. You don't... And um, so I was off for three weeks, and I'd said to them, "Look, I'm, I'm not really a fan of drugs. I want the the kind of lowest painkiller I can have. I gave him very honest. I want the lowest painkiller I can have that will be effective, but isn't going to send me loopy because, of, you know, I like drugs a lot, man. And um, so they gave me um, one called, I think it was propanon, pro, propanol, propanol and tramadol, right? I'd never heard of these drugs, right? Because I don't know. I was always a street drug kind of guy. I wasn't a, well, I wasn't a pharmacist. So I'm thinking, oh, he's listened to what I've said. So I'm popping these tramadol. I was travelling through time. Honestly, I was travelling through time. And I rewrote... I, tra- I, I I lived the whole series of Lost 
in a day in my head. And I came up with a much better ending than they did. I was, I was tripping my nuts off. Um, and, um, yeah, my ass hurt a lot. Why are we talking about that? Why have you made me talk about that? What? You said about binding your ring. Why, why, why was I talking about that, Anonymous? No, that sounds lovely. Was it? Is it working for you? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, eight now. Hey! <laughs> We've on his level. Are you sticking around a bit longer? Uh, about 45 minutes, probably half hour. All right, well, we'll have a word just before 12. Is that all right? Sweet. You, yes. you hang up if you want to hang up, though. Oh, strange guy. We've got a lodger tonight. We don't know who he is. He just can't listen to us wherever he is. So he's phoned up to listen down the line. When you got up to go to the loo... Yeah. Did you feel like when you first did it? Oh, you were you were you were under the influence a bit, weren't you? Yeah. Did you feel like everything was going to fall out? The first, what the first um, number when two? You, when, no, when you walked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. yeah. I was that's a what nappy. it's like. That's what it's like when you just had a baby. Really? Yeah. They ring the bell. This is probably. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to be disrespectful. This is probably a little bit worse than having a baby. Probably more painful. How big were those piles? Yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful. Eight pounds, eight pound four. Yeah, but the vagina is bigger than an anus, so and a vagina. I don't cons- know. I've, I've, well, I've, the, heard, I've heard about yours. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. That's good. Homophobia, but Whoa! um, but also the cervix can can kind of s- separate, and and that's how it allows things to pass through. So it's not actually. It's oh, not, silly me. So why did it hurt so much? Yeah, it's not uh, actually. Was I doing it wrong? It's not actually passing through a vagina that we know and love. That I we, quite like it. That we, it's not, I, I used not, to. It's not passing through the kind of vagina that we've seen in movies and documentaries and jazz mags. Oh, a fun one. It's, a fun vagina. It's passing through one where the cervix is separate. Is, is separated. That's that's. It's a swollen. It's a swollen vulva. So it's actually. Well, it was swollen not, after. Yeah. It's not. It's not as small as. It's not as small as that. It's actually quite big. So, yeah. So, with respect, what happened to me was worse. Okay. Okay. But when they said, it's um, it's time to eat, ladies, did you all come out of various side wards <laughs> in dressing gowns, hobbling like um, I wasn't, Dawn of the Dead? No, no, no. I was, we're all we in a ward. Because we did. We're in a day ward. Yeah. I wasn't particularly hungry, which again just shows how ill I was. I wasn't hungry. Me being greedy then. You know I'm a feminist. Are you? And I've got so much respect for you girls. I think what you do in terms of mothering, um, around the home, um, uh, with, uh, with your, your beautiful, beautiful bodies, some. I think, I think you, I think you girls are great. I really do. I've got so much respect for you girls. But sometimes, sometimes, You've got to think about other people, and that maybe, just maybe, maybe childbirth is not is not the worst thing that could happen to a human body downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just. Well, having a whole person pop out—that's well, they're tiny. In the park. Well, they're tiny. They're not that tiny. Well, they're tiny. They're not that tiny. As we've established, the vagina enlarges, and also their um, their heads are soft. That's another thing that you don't mention. Their heads are soft because their skull hasn't covered their brain. This is true. This is true. Babies, you can see their brain pulsating with evil thoughts. The, 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 the baby is designed, the baby is not as big as we make out. As, as what we see. On, when you see a baby on TV that's just been born, it's not. It's probably a couple of days old. And they grow a lot in those couple of days because they're suckling on a teat. 
Sorry if this is getting a little bit graphic for you guys, a little bit medical, but, you know, we're, having, we're adults here having an adult chat. So, the vagina, you've got a big old vagina. You've got a tiny little baby. And you compare that to a torn anus. A tinus. If you wish. Big old vagina. Three words I didn't expect to hear together tonight. Especially with the prefix you've got. A. <laughs> well, you're right. Yeah, I'm bang to rights. Yeah, good. But it did hurt, though. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I did it again. Why would I do that? Well, exactly. I've not, I've not gone to have my ass sewn up a second time. So I think it just, you've just, you've just proved your, you've just proved my point, and I respect you for that. Oh three four four. I really need to grow up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is talk radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. <laughs> oh, Honestly, God. it was like a chewed orange. I won't <laughs> I won't tell you the story that Catherine just told me. You can tell it. All right, when she went to the toilet for the first time after having a baby, she had to hold her fanny in. Yeah, because you feel like everything's going to fall out, right? She so had to hold it in. People say, oh, well, don't... If you're pregnant at the moment, if you've not had a baby before, listen away now, because I'm going to tell you exactly what it feels like when, you, when you've had a baby. It feels like someone's been kicking you up the jacksy repeatedly, and I mean up the hole, repeatedly, with a very sharp boot with a knife on the end of it. That's what it feels like. So wow. imagine you need to go for a poo. Oh, for God's sakes, Catherine, now you're Obviously, just Obviously, being... I don't do that. It's all glitter and rainbows. But when I pass glitter and rainbows, it's like your human poo, right? Oh, for God's so, sakes. You, really when you sit standards. down, you feel like everything is like pushing. Everything's about to fall out. So the nurse said, "Just get some loo roll and just hold the front if you feel so you feel more secure." And and that's how I managed it. So, ladies and some gentlemen, bear that in mind. It's all still up there. Oh God! Well, uh, we got you know we got a caller on the line now. Well, go to a caller after your filth chat. Well, good evening, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Sue knows. Sue knows. She's totally correct. <laughs> it's totally correct what she said. Oh, what you had to hold yours in? Well, it feels like it's well, all going to fall out. Oh. I mean, my first child. It was just exactly like Kath described. It was just, ugh. Mm. Couldn't get out of bed. Uh, couldn't move. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, well, but again... Ta- in tatters, aren't we? Again... Yeah, exactly, and they tell you it's all going to be lovely and wonderful, and they put her on my body, they put her on my breast, yeah. and they said, um, Frau Clark, you might want to hold your baby now. Oh, oh, God. Because <laughs> I was just, like, so out on the drugs and... Well, well the those, those... I don't know if you did NCT, Sue... <laughs> But we, I went to NCT classes, and they make it sound like it's going to be a walk in the park. Yeah. No, it was, it was the worst experience of my life. Yeah. But also, you know, it's countered by the best thing that's ever happened, you know, because yeah. you, you, you exactly. feel this, especially with the first one. It's not that you don't like the second one as much. Well. But <laughs> with the first one, it's that first rush of, 
you know, if, you, if you're lucky, because I know some women don't feel that way straight away, but if you get this rush of, you know, you don't know this person, but you adore them, you do anything for them straight away, and it's just the most amazing thing person you've ever seen in your life. It's that, it just all comes well, over they, you in a way. Well, you know, they climbed on top of me. We're in Switzerland, so we're a little bit far behind uh, where we are in the UK, and they literally climbed on top of me <gasps> and uh, literally got... Um, Pushed her out of me. Oh, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, the midwife climbed onto you and, and yes. pushed down yes, through the there stomach? Was about four or five people Push. ran into the room in white coats and they literally climbed on the bed and uh, pushed, pushed her out of me. <laughs> what, what, like you're a heifer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's oh, terrible. I want to see, I'm going to Google that. Oh, God, don't. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. But it, it's not it's not like NCT where you go to NCT and it says, well, when the time comes, um, you can agree to have whoever you want in there and you want to make that space your own, so take some candles and make your own duvet. <laughs> no. I didn't want anything. Oh, I couldn't burn in there. Ev- everyone in our NCT class pretty much wanted to either do it at home or do it in the hippie ward. <laughs> you know, I can't remember what it was. There's yeah. like a birthing pool. The water and, birthing. Yeah, but there's, there's a water. And our, the hospitals near us, some of them had these facilities you know yeah. where there were no drugs and stuff and that's what my wife wanted of course yeah, as they soon have, as we, like handles from the ceiling and as soon stuff. as we got to the hospital she's going right i want drugs and <laughs> yeah, the nurse is going i, like I hadn't even taken my coat off drugs. when i asked for an epidural <laughs> but the nurse the nurse is going but but mrs lee you you said we've got this this the, no i want i want drugs oh it was great <laughs> it was great. it was ob- it was absolutely the worst experience of my entire life yeah they put her on to me. She was purple. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. She had they? literally one eye open. And they said, you know, Frau Clark, maybe you want to talk to your baby and put your arms around her. And I was just like zonked out because they'd, they'd give me all the petadone and wow. the maximum amount of drugs that you can give anyone in that situation. Good for you. So, yeah, it was bloody awful. But, Sue, but, Sue, with respect, now imagine that on your anus. And I, <laughs> and I think you'll, I think you'll both oh, agree if you, if you, if you think about it, <laughs> that what I went through and many other men would go through is probably significantly worse. But you know the thing that they did to your anus? Did you have to take it home and raise it for 18 years and pay for it? <laughs> I, I, I'll bring it to work with me every day. <laughs> I have to feed it. Yeah. Well, okay. just put it this way. Go on. My, my second child anyway. was born one year later. Oh! <gasps> So yeah, literally one year later. That wasn't on it purpose, wasn't planned, was it? No. It wasn't planned that way, but yeah. I love the fact that when you've had the first baby, I don't know if they do it over in Switzerland, but over here you get like a sort of a welcome to parenthood pack. Yes. And there's loads of Johnnies in there. <laughs> so it's like, in, in case you didn't know, oh, we got loads of condoms. In case you didn't know, this is how it happened. So you might want to use these. <laughs> well, we didn't get anything like that. No, we got, got that. that. <laughs> we got that. We got a couple of nappies. We got um, a couple of. I think we got some washing powder. We got um, loads of you know discounts. Breast pads. Yeah, yeah. Some of that. Some discounts for for you know baby pictures and all that rubbish and <laughs> all of that. But um, you know, man, how old are your kids now, Sue? Um, the oldest is now fifteen. There you go. There you go. And um, I, bet, I bet it feels like just yesterday that they were little babies. <laughs> yes, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> 14, and then the youngest has just turned 11. Wow. So, yeah, they're all going into puberty now. Oh, oh God. Here we go. Teenage puberty thing. Has the, has, the, has the voice is broken yet on the... On the... No, that... no, no. he's uh, To me, he's still my little baby. Of course, yeah. 
yeah. So um, he still acts like my little baby, although he's doing all the gaming stuff. And, yeah. You know, but he still... Does he want to be a YouTuber? They all want to be YouTubers yes, these days. that's all he wants to be. Isn't that funny? YouTuber, programmer... Yeah, that's what he wants to be. And the thing is, they're vi- I, you know, being a YouTube, w- wanting to be a YouTuber is, when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, you wanted to be a film star or a rock star. Yeah, pop star. Um, and, and, and a YouTuber now is, is no, no one wants to be a pop star anymore. They want you, they want to be a YouTuber. You know, they see that as and the And get this, Sue, no one wants to be one of the kids from fame. No. <laughs> yeah, they just want to be famous. Yeah. That's. I the heard, girls, the yeah. girls are more sort of, you know, they they want to do more stuff. You know, they're very, you know, intellectual and, you know, languages and what they want to learn and stuff. But he's just like, I'm just gonna game, do gaming. I love it. The rest of my life, he might be able to do it. Well, here's do. the thing, I, you know, I've made a few quid out of video games throughout the years. I remember. Um, I, I remember having an argument at some point about amount of I spent on video games and me playing video games. I'm thinking. Yeah, the, me doing a TV show about video games paid for our kitchen. You know, it's that kind of you know. You, really? you can, yeah, you can make a living out of it. You can now if you get if you get into the programming side, the reviewing side. People can make a living out of it. Hmm. Don't tell him that. <laughs> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna phone him up. I'm gonna I'm gonna mentor him. And <laughs> no, I'm don't tell him that. Turn him please. to the dark side. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Um, now, so you're in Switzerland. Uh, will you yeah. be watching? the royal wedding tomorrow we will uh my mum is here over to um we spoke obviously a few weeks ago yeah as you know um she's over here to help me pack our stuff oh yeah you're moving back aren't you yeah we're moving back at the end of next month wow so yeah so uh we're gonna be doing the royal royal wedding we're gonna have like some prosecco and some tea and some cucumber sandwiches and we're going to have friends over and but no <laughs> do I want to watch it no <laughs> no and are your kids interested because my kids are really no. excited by it because we they li- we live in well they live in Windsor they're eight and six and they've been doing it in school and they're really excited and do you know what I've got no interest in it whatsoever but and I'm going to be away this weekend I wouldn't have minded sitting and watching it with them because they're go- they're going to quite they, they you know to them it's like when Charles and Diana got married. Remember when Charles and Diana? Yeah. Well, yes, I do. And you know what? When we, when um, William and Kate got married, and we had like a big thing here as the ex- expat community yeah. in Switzerland, and uh, a load of us got together and we did like the cucumber sandwiches, and we watched, we did the bunting, and we did like this whole royal thing and i'm not a royalist at all i'm not interested really but it was a really nice way of the expats to get together and just become you know british for a day yeah no exactly exactly yeah so so i think that's probably what we're going to do tomorrow my mum my mum who's obviously 80 years old now and loves it definitely wants to be I want to see it. I want to watch it, you know. I bet she thinks that Harry's turned out to be a really nice lad after the difficult early yes. years. The difficult dressing up as a Nazi years. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no exactly. one talks about anymore. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, listen, so it's always lovely to talk to you. So how are you feeling about the move? Well, I've got my boxes all around me, and you know what it's like yeah. when you're... You know what it's like, Ian, when yeah. you're, you know, trying to pack up and move yep. and... Moving three children to another country is a very difficult 
challenge. It's a big one, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> but yeah, we're fine. We're okay. fine. Good. Everyone's okay. Good. It's nice to talk to you, yeah. Sue. Thanks for giving us a call. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy the wedding! Thank you. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Jerry. Hello. Hey Jerry, have you heard from your social worker? Yes, actually yes, pretty quick. Yeah, I know. I got a reply back. For those who missed it, Jerry's worrying about the bailiffs coming round. A social worker hadn't been helping. I sent them an email last night, um, and I got a re- response very early this morning saying we've passed this on to his social worker. So what's happening now? It's sorted. Is it? Has he sorted it? He's been around today. He's been around in person. Good. So, so, so the so the bailiffs aren't, aren't going to come round. You don't owe the money anymore. I saw some evidence. That's just a few minutes. A few minutes. A couple of days. But I don't think he's sorted. He's sorted. He's sorted. Once you give him a boot up the backside and tell him it's being broadcast on national radio, which is what I wrote in there, they sort of. Yeah, you know. Tricky. He did mention that. Well, I'm. Did he? Yeah, did mention it. He's. I mean, He's got through. He's going to get back to you or something. Trying to get back to you. He's not got. All I had was an email just from the the council saying thanks for this. We'll pass it on. Yeah, yeah, that'll be best done. But but here's the thing, right? And this is brilliant. But this could have been, should have been sorted out weeks ago, so you didn't have any of this worry because you sounded in a bit of a state last night. But also, this will be happening to thousands of people everywhere who don't have access. Who don't. Who, who don't know about this radio show. I haven't got, you know, a bloke who's been eating strawberries in the jungle to send an uh, email off for him. I don't think, not there are people with illnesses trying to share these to, to that, I'm pretty willing with it. I can do my research myself. Those people who can't do it, which research, I don't know, just came back to the room. Just came back to the room. I'm, yeah, get back to the room. Hey. Where, 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 where are you? In the corridor. Oh, you're an idiot. Hey, hey, bye. Bye. Here we go. Oh, we'll just do. We'll just do. Well, I'm glad that's all sorted. Oh, should be Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you, Scott. Yeah. It, sounds like, it sounds like Frank Sidebottom now. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> hey, it's our pleasure, Jerry. I'm glad it's all sorted, mate. Okay. Stick it up your bum. Up your bum, There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Well, that's good. Well, there you go. We've achieved something. Yeah. Pats on the backs. High fives all round. Oh, and also there's an update with Lacey. I oh, was yeah. wondering if she's going to ring us tonight. She may do. She said she would, didn't she? Um. But, you know, the MP was straight on it. Yeah. And he'd, um, he said, his secretary got in touch with me again today and said um, that they'd arranged to meet Lacey today, but she's cancelled, but he's going to have a conversation with her on the phone on Monday. Lacey, if you're listening, give us a call. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We've, uh, all night so far, we've had an anonymous listener who can't listen via the usual method, so he's been on the line for the whole show so far. Um, how, how are you finding it so far, Anonymous? Yeah, it's not bad. It's okay, good I, I like it's, it's, good, it's now. good now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while to warm up, doesn't it? That's it. Yeah, you're not at your most effective for the first hour of work, and it's the same for us. You know, the first hour is just like doodling and getting into the vibe. Second hour, whoa. are you um are you sticking around or are you done? Uh, about ten minutes, I'm gone, mate. Yeah, I'm nearly back to the yard, so yeah, nice one. When you say back to the yard, are you a police officer? Scotland Yard. <laughs> no, no, I've just been working though. But uh, I just, just well done with Jerry's thing, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it's a good bit of news, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
you haven't got a Rage Our diary by any chance, have you? <laughs> I'll find one. Yeah, we go. <laughs> Listen, we I, I, we are we, we need as many listeners as we can get. I know we jettisoned some some yesterday, but uh, you know, if it means we have to phone them up individually and sh- and grab them by the scruff of their neck, you stay out as long as you want, fella. No, don't them. Cheers, my dear. Ta-ta. A strange old show. It's but this this week. I tell you what I like about the show. The last couple of weeks, last two or three weeks. It's really starting to turn into a nice old-fashioned late-night weird phone-in show with all everything is covered, and th- there are people that we only hear from once, people that we we you know the regulars, and the conversation goes everywhere. And just when every time I think, oh, well, the show's in a nice groove now, it just shifts again, it just clicks around a little bit more on the dial, and becomes something else. And I love it. So what you're saying is we don't need to do the first hour Muslims, second hour immigration. It turns out... That format doesn't need to be a thing. Well, maybe we'll just save that for Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. No, you don't have to do a a show about hate to to make something a little bit different, a little bit more exciting. I've got a song for the S word or the S word that that, um, Paul has, I think it's Paul, has emailed me. So we'll we'll do that after midnight. Yes, I've not heard it, never listened to it, never want to listen to them. I I play them. (laughs) As. You just said this show isn't about hate, but well, know, the yes word and the yes word. Well, Noel Taylor was gutted last night after that, wasn't he? I don't know why. Uh, another hour to go. Martin Kellner's on at one o'clock, so if you want to give us a call, you've got another hour. Switchboard's empty, apart from the mysterious anonymous uh, listener. And oh, he's not joining in. He's not joining in. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Cost you pennies, probably free. You'll speak to Sam. He'll take your number and call you straight back. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I made a robot, but it's not quite finished yet. I do it in my spare time. I call it Roger like the boy next door. The same name as his dog. Take a long time. Roger Robot, you're coming up fine. Roger Robot. Building robots takes a long time. I've got robots, robots on my mind. Roger Robots on my mind. Roger Robots on my mind. But count. Sam's written on my screen. He's taking it off now because he's a coward and he's, he's going to regret those words when I batter him around the ears. And you say my taste in music is bad. Yes, I do. You went and saw Nickelback. Nickelback. That's Frank Sidebottom. Frank Sidebottom's played Wembley Stadium. There's a fact. You know that, don't you? He, when Bross played Wembley Stadium, they asked him to be the compare. I told you the story. Yeah. And he told me this. It's brilliant, right? So he's Frank Sidebottom, his big head. He's on stage at Wembley Stadium, right? He normally plays audiences of about 50. He's on stage at Wembley Stadium. Right, right. Give me a big cheer, if you like. Luke! It's for Bross. Give me a big cheer. What's the other one called? Matt. Matt. If you like, Matt. Give me a big cheer. If your mum's got Betamax. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The man's a genius. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You will do now because we're going to play 
um, the yes word or S word. Okay, we play a song. It's been sent in by a listener. And um, we take calls straight to where you call in while the song is playing. You come on air and you say yes word, it's good, or S word, which means SH1T. Please, please, if you want this feature to keep going, if you want this show to keep going, please just say the S word. Don't actually say SH1T because people have been phoning up, using this as an opportunity to sneak a swear past us. Uh, we've had people flushing toilet. This is not, this is not, you know, the kind of knockabout fun bit that we know. This is a feature. It's the first feature I've done in 15 years of radio, apart from the, apart from the 538 correspondent update. But this is, this is a, a feature. We're hoping, we are hoping to get a podcast specifically for this. And we are hoping against hope that we can turn this with the backing of uh, Rupert Murdoch and, and, and um, Rebecca Brocks. We are hoping that we can get a TV show out of this. This is, the, this is the thing. So this is kind of our audition piece. So I would ask you to treat it with respect and courtesy, OK? Yeah, because it's not just about careers, and there is a career in the balance mm, here. Yeah. Um, not just ours, but also, who is it today? It's Paul, isn't it? Yes, and Paul. Band, yep, Paul so and his band. So there's a career... But there's also a format. More importantly, there's a format. And that format, you know, like who wants to be a millionaire and that thing with the boxes where you open the boxes. Yep, and yep, yep, the boxing. That, 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 that could be the thing that makes us rich. So here we go. So this is from Paul in South Wales. Um, evening both. I'd like to submit a song for Yes Word or S Word if you're keen. My band is called The Radio Boys. And this song, Bright Lights and Fist Fights, is a little bit blondie. Oh. A little bit Arctic Monkeys, not as good as either. Um, uh, apparently, you can buy this on, on iTunes as well. So it's the Radio Boys. It's called Bright Lights and Fist Fights. I'm going to play it now. You are invited. Catherine, I think Sam wants you out there. Actually. Oh, just, Sam, not with, again. Problem with the computer. <sighs> can you sort that out? Yeah. And then try and get back before the end of the song tonight, okay. if you can. Uh, so uh, you call up, you'll go straight to where? 0344 499 1000. The Radio Boys, Bright Lights and Fist Fights. <laughs> Line two, what do you think? I like the blondie, I like the Arctic monkeys, but I love the radio boys, it's a yes word. Oh, straight in! Line four, what do you think? Yes word or S word? I did... I did say no bad language if we could avoid that, please. Thank you. What do you think of the radio boys? Yes word or S word? Please don't swear. S word, definitely. Why Why don't you like it? Rock isn't my thing. I think he said rock. I think he said rock. Line five, yes word or S word? Yes word, I like it. Do you like it? Yeah, I quite like it, yeah. Beautiful, here we go. 
344 You've got another two minutes to go. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to line one. Line one. Yes word or S word. Please don't swear. Oh, this is jolly, jolly, jolly fun. I love it. Do you like it? Yes word. Yes word. Yes, and what's it doing for you? Making me want to drive around the kitchen. There we go. Good girl. Line five. Yes word or S word. Yes word. Cool song. You say it with a little bit of enthusiasm. Yeah, man, okay. Yeah, man, wicked song. Yeah. <laughs> 0344 Line 5, yes word or S word? Oh, turn it down. I feel like I'm in a hipster clothing shop. <laughs> S word. <laughs> Line 6, yes word or S word? A big Stevie pile of yes. <laughs> <laughs> Line seven, yes word or S word? Yes word. Oh, yeah, what does it do to you? I'm swaying. <laughs> oh, line five, yes word or S word? Yes. You like it? Let me put the phone down, there we go. Line six, yes word or S word? Right. Sweet. You've got to stop, you've got to, you cannot use language like that on the radio. Final call, line seven, yes word or S word? More like car sick donkeys. Oh dear. Oh. oh dear. Well, I would say that was. Uh, let me just add that up. Hang on. It's, uh, 78% yes word. Yeah. It's the radio boys. Bright lights and fist fights, and you can buy that song on iTunes if you want. What did you think? Uh, I should have asked him. What did you think, Anonymous? Yeah, yes word for me. I'm off. Cheers, Liam. Thank Thanks. you, mate. Bye bye. Bye. Did you just call you Liam? No, he said I'm off. A nice bloke. He's gone. I miss him. <laughs> two, two hours, ten minutes, just sat hanging there. That was good, that. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought that was all right. Mm-hmm. I like that. Dig a 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 Good evening, Ian. What you got for us tonight, Dan? I want to talk about The Crossing. Oh, the TV show that I, I got sucked into and then they're cancelling it. Yeah, we've got to bring it back. We've got to do something about it. No, mate, we're not. We've just got to stop believing in, in American television as being the saviour. I even tweeted them. I even tweeted The Crossing's official Twitter yeah. feed and said, how many episodes are we going to get? Is there going to be a conclusion to the story? Did they respond? Did they F? If they were to say, look, we've got another six episodes, that makes 12, and at the end, the story will end, I would, I'd watch it. But they won't. It'll be open-ended. I'd get stuffed. Oh, well, you got me into it, and... Um, I know. Sorry, man. I, I betrayed you. Nothing we can do. There's, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing we can do, right? And I'm sorry I got you into it, Dan, and I've let, I've let you down, I've let Catherine <laughs> down, I've let me down, right? Because I bought into the... I thought American television could save us again, and I've learned 
before that it can't, and I, I'd forgotten. Well, I ain't gonna forget again, Dan. I'm getting it tattooed on my, uh, on my wrist. So every time I go, oh, I'm gonna pick up the controller and turn on an American TV sh- No. American TV will always let you down a bit like your dad did. That's what it's gonna say. And that will remind me, alright? Yeah. Well, I suppose that's the end of my call then. It certainly is, Dan, and it's the end, it's the end of uh, our relationship with America, yeah? Yeah, yeah. No, Dan agrees with me. We should nuke America. Disappointing ending to that call. Yep. Much like The Crossing. Okay, all right. I haven't you, please, seen it. I'm not going to watch please it. Don't, please don't comment on it. It's, that's, you, you've not seen it. You, you don't actually know what you're doing. I know you've been flipping, but actually, to me and Dan, that's a big, that's a big thing. And what you've done is um, you've, you've hooked up your, your, your skirt, you've pulled your pants to one side, you've done a piss on our dreams. And that is not appreciated. Uh, this isn't about me. This is about America. Oh three, four, we're going to nuke it. Oh three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's a telephone number. This is talk radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On talk radio. Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone. So, someone says, "Have you got a link for the radio boys?" Just go onto iTunes and type it in. What am I, your mum? The link is Google, and then put in Radio Boys. Oh, he says there's nothing on Google. Let me have a let me have a little look. Google Radio Boys. What was it called? Fist fist, fist fights and, and bright lights and fist fights radio and ding a ding fist fights. If it's on Robin, if it is on Google, then I'm going to come and smash your face in. Right, yeah, it's there. It, it's there. It's there. About halfway down the page, Robin. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to track where you live and I'm going to come and put a brick through your window. Then I'm going to um, reach in, lift the latch. I love the word latch. Mm. And um, I'm going to open the window and I'm going to come in and I'm going to pummel you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Tell you what, last 45 minutes of the show, let's take calls straight to air, shall we? Let's do that. Let's do that. We ain't got no calls on the switchboard. Let's take them calls. Let's take them calls straight to air for the last 45 minutes. It's cheap and easy content. Encourages slackers to call. You know your inner monologue just leaked out. Yes, I do. Yes, I do feel better. Yes, yes I, I do. do feel I feel all right. Here we go. Oh, and that's the wrong newspaper. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. There we go. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Baby's winkles cure my wrinkles. What? There we go. We'll talk about baby's winkles in a second. It's a touchy subject. Not too touchy. Not in that way. Oh, stop. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. You all right? I'm fine, thank you, Line One. What have you got for us? Well, I'm just on my way home from work. Just thought I'd give you a call. Hey, man, how's things going? Yeah, not bad. Be good in about 35 minutes. By what's happening in 35 minutes? You're getting some? No, I'll be getting home. There we go. Well, that's, that's what I meant. You'll be getting... What? What's that face, Catherine? Well, you're honestly one-track no, mind at the moment. No, I meant... To- with you? I meant, will you be getting some toast when you get home? Okay. Bit of toast... Mm, maybe she might be asleep though <laughs> well then no toast for you uh we might have an agreement so it's all right <laughs> i think she has to sign the agreement <laughs> we did that last year it's the agreement it's the agreement that you can wake her up for toast yes 
Okay, as long as you wake her up. Yeah. That, that'd be weird otherwise. Yeah, well, yeah, it would be. Well, that's a, that's a lovely agreement. Can you be bothered these days? Not really. No, no, I know, isn't it? It's a faff, isn't it? It's a faff. Yes. Okay, well, thank It's th- more of a short run, isn't it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Cheers. Bye. Gosh, when toast turns to stale bread. Romantic. Actually, it's all green and mouldy. Oh, God! Hello, line two! Hi, guys. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm all right. Oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to ask that. Ro- Robin, I? who I'm going to pummel, is just tweeting me saying, I heard pummeling Robin. Hey, I'm nice, but come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. That's fine, talk, Robin. Yeah. You send me your address. Yeah, I'll be there all- tonight, mate. Let's all go around there. Yes, yeah, all go, go go around and pummel Robin. Yeah, no, pummel him. Is that the bear? Is that the bear phone in? Is it? Is that the bear phone in? Um, yeah, this is the bear hotline. How can we help you? Uh, okay, I just wanted to make a comment because um, I was I used to listen to a radio show, a yes. radio station that was broadcasting from um, near Paddington. Right, and. Um, I couldn't bear it any longer because it's poo. Right. LBC. They're not. They're nowhere near Paddington. What are you talking about? Well, it's a city, isn't it? What? <laughs> oh, I know why he's saying Paddington. Neither. Right because it's a bear. Okay, okay, okay. Bear, bear grills. Yeah. Bear jokes. Butters. Bear grills. Bear, not bear. In my house. He doesn't eat fries. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Bye. Please go away. Oh, that was nice. Actress Sandra Bullock's has revealed facials... I'm about to say... No. I'm about to say the strangest sentence I've ever said in my life, but I'm saying it... I'm saying it out loud. I'm saying it, I'm saying it. I'm not proud, but I'm saying it. Actress Sandra Bullocks <laughs> has revealed facials made <laughs> from babies' willies... No! ...are the secret to her young-looking skin. Baby this sounds, what's willies? Humans? No. This sounds like a story that I've made up. It's not. It's a. It's an actual. It's a. It's a it true story. It sounds like one of my mass murderers, like that Elizabeth Bathory used to have a bath in virgin blood. Sandra, fifty right. She fifty three, and she does look good for her age. Swears by the bizarre treatment. Oh, flipping heck! Oh, flipping heck! Using the foreskins of Korean newborns. Shut up! Oh, flipping heck! She told a US TV talk show of the £465 penis facial. You can get them for 50 quid. She's a joker. She's making this up. She's doing a blessing. She and Ocean's 8 co-star Kate Blanchett, 49, got in New York. No. 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 Hollywood A-lister Sandra said the serum was an extraction from a piece of skin that came from a young person far, far away. And host Ellen DeGeneres pointed out it was from the foreskins of circumcised South Korean babies. Sandra added, I call it the penis facial. And when you see how good it is to your face, you too will run to your local facialist and say, give me the penis. The process sees cells taken from the foreskin and cloned in a laboratory. Currently only available in the US, the treatment is supposed to boost skin proteins, elastin and collagen. Find me a a shop that does that in America. 
If I'm in a shop that does that, we'll give them a call. What on earth do I p- put in here? Penis. If I put penis <laughs> facials in Google, I'm going to get all sorts. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, pretty much what I thought. <laughs> that is not a salon. Face facts. The process involves micro-needling, a cleanse, a chemical peel. I've had a chemical peel. Flipping it, that's. And the special serum to generate elastin and collagen to make your face fresh. Baby foreskins are also used to grow skin for burns victims. Baby's foreskins. Great name for a band, by the way, guys. One baby foreskin contains enough genetic material to grow over 23,000 square metres of skin. What are they hung like in Korea? (laughs) South Korea has one of the world's highest circumcision rates after 1940s US soldiers set a trend. Penis facial made out of baby's foreskins. Okay. Do you remember when there was an outcry about 10, 15 years ago when hair extensions were being made from Chinese women? Yes. This is worse than that, isn't it? By a long, it, long way. It is, isn't it? I mean, that was bad. This is much, much worse. I've got a phone number. Right. This is for... Um, Georgia Louise. Yeah, drop it, drop it down there. We'll give them a call. They do it, do they? Yeah. I'm going to ask them if they can do me one. Okay, here we go. Uh, he, hey, too... here's my American accent. Hey. Just, you, they'll hey, like you more hey, if you do the English accent. How's my, hey, how's my American, hey, I was watching the Ellen DeGeneres show and I saw Sandra, Sandra Bullock's talking about your baby, baby dick facials. Oh. I was wondering, can I get one, please? How much would they cost me? Georgia Louise. She did one for a Vogue reporter, apparently. Okay. Shall I do it as uh, shall I do Just it as do English? It. Um, um, hello. Um, yeah. Um, sorry. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, this is awkward. Um, I'm calling up about the baby penis facials. Um, I was wondering if I could get booked in for one, please. I'd love to have one. Georgia Louise. <clears throat> she won't answer the phone. She's too important. It'll be someone else. Imagine if it's a Korean baby. Get their money's worth. Thank you for calling the Georgia Louise Atelier. We are unable to take your call at present. She's British. But please leave a detailed message and one of our team will call you back. Thank you. Try the other number. Um, hello, my name is Ian Lee. I'm calling you from the United Kingdom on talk radio and I'm fascinated and uh, by this story uh, about Sandra Bullock having the uh, facial treatment that is derived from the foreskins of Korean children. I'd love to talk to you about it. I guess maybe tonight is perhaps not the time. We, we finish the show in 35 minutes, but maybe next week we could get you on to have a chat. Um, my email is ian, I-A-I-N, at 
ianlee.com. So that's I-A-I-N at I-A-I-N L-E-E dot com. I look forward to speaking to you um, about Korean babies' foreskins. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <clears throat> Let's try the other number. Yes, I do feel better. <clears throat> She's British. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> You're emailing her? Yeah, they've got a publicist, so I'm going to write to them as well. You have reached Georgia Louise Atelier. Please leave your name, your number, and a detailed message, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. We've left a message on the... um, We've left a message there. Wow. What what is... I hadn't read that story. What I do is I pick the stories. I just pick the headlines. And the headline there is, Baby's Winkles Cure My Wrinkles. And I just thought, we'll write that down. So I wrote, Sun, page three, willies. I had no idea what that was going to be. Well, that's next week's shows sorted out. Um, I'm trying to get my head around the ethics of it. Well, they're only going to get binned, aren't they? I'm, I'm not as a long fa- as they're not like farming them. I'm not a fan of circumcision anyway. I do think it is. I think it's abusive, whether it's done for religious reasons, and I know both the Jewish and the the um, uh, Muslim Islamic faith uh, do it, and I, I think it's wrong. Um, you know, I think for medical reasons, it's fine. We had to have our youngest son circumcised because he was having all kinds of problems with his kidneys and his bladder. Um, and even when the doctor said, this is what we're going to have to do, I, I, I was, was taken aback and I had to, you know, think about, I thought about it for 10 minutes because you follow the doctor's advice. But, um, but I do think it is, I do think it's a horrible, horrible thing to do to babies. Well, they don't feel it. Yeah, they probably do. And I, 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 you know, I don't think anyone has the right to take a bit of, um, someone's body off them. I don't think anyone has the right, and it does upset me. You know that that, that it's done for religious reasons. Um, so, so I, I struggle with 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 circumcision anyway of babies. Um, but you're right. But then you you're right. They're just going to be chucked away anyway. And it's not as if they're getting the foreskin, then wiping it on your face. You know, it's not it's not that. You know, it's, it's, it's they're taking cells mm-hmm. from it, but. It does feel like very, very rich Western white women exploiting. Well, I wonder if the families, you know, even get any of the money. Surely it's the hospital that gets the money. Here's the thing I don't like about it is that it's taking a part of a human being. It's taking it's. It's demedicalizing and commercializing something that is part of somebody else who can't give consent yeah but i guess it's just bits to the hospital she's saying it costs 465 quid so what's that that's 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 um that's it was about five, well it's 465 quid no matter what it is in dollars is it 600 dollars something like that um isn't that what right on a serious note isn't that what's completely wrong with this world rich generally white Westerners exploiting poorer countries and poorer people. That's that. 
That's why the world is one of the reasons that one of the main reasons why the world is so screwed up. And also, who would have discovered that? Who would have gone, hmm, facial treatment? It's a long shot, but can you get... We got that jar of foreskins. Can you bring it over here? I've just got an idea. My God, it works. My God, it works. Ah, man. Um, 03444991000. Call straight to air for the last 30 minutes of the show before Martin Kellner comes in, if you want to. Um, We may have another Horace murder story from Catherine. Um, Have we? I can get you one. Okay, there we go. It's that's, sadly, but I can get you one. That's 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 not that's not the attitude. This is talk radio across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Sam says this call is fine on his head. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hey, how you doing? Do you know who this is? I, yes, I do. Gina. It's Gina. And Gina email. No, Jenny. Jenny, it's the other one. You oh, got it no, wrong. No, we called a wrong woman by the wrong woman's name. Yeah, I've done that before. Um, in slightly more embarrassing situations. Hey, Jenny, how you doing? Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Jerry's from California. I know. I know. And she, Kath has really, really embarrassed us there, Catherine. Up yours. Um, thank you. You sent me an email, didn't you? I did. Thank you very I much. I did, because you know what? I've been I wanting to call you guys, but each time I call, I just get more nervous. Right now, I'm just shaking right now. And I don't know why. You think it would be easier after, what, third or fourth time? <laughs> well, it doesn't get any easier. It gets worse. I, did you get my reply? Because I, I replied just saying thanks. No, I didn't. You, you replied. Oh, my gosh. Thank oh, you. Well, you wrote a very nice email, and I replied saying thanks. But it, why didn't that come through? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reply now. I'm going to write, thanks, again. There we go. And I'm replying. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for doing that. You just made my night. Well, there you go. I've replied. So I I don't know why that didn't come through. I can only apologise. That's the internet. that's okay. That's the internet. So how's things going for you, Jerry? Yes. I'm sorry? How are things going for you? I love the way you signed your email. Kind regards from Southern Cali. Oh, that's great, oh isn't my it? God. That's laid back. I like that laid back from S- Southern Cali. Oh, thank you. I... Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I just can't believe you. You, re- I mean, you got it. <laughs> I got it. No, I got it. And I did reply. And I don't normally reply. But I thought someone's emailing us from America. The least I could do is just say a quick thanks. Um, so I did. But I'm disappointed oh, you didn't you. get it. But I've just sent another one. So hopefully that will come through. Let me know if it doesn't. How is life for you in Southern Cali? Uh, you know, it's. It's okay. It just like I said, I just kind of stay home, so I don't really go out in the, you know, out there in the, uh, the social scene. Good. That's the way it should be. Who who cares about a social? I've, I've, I'm buying a house, Jerry, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's miles away from from anyone I know. And my my intention is to stay in there and read and watch movies and sleep. That's all I'm going to do, and I can't wait. Yes. No, you know what? It's just, it's just it. You know, especially when you have like, like I have like a lot of mental problems, like a lot of mental issues. Yeah. And um, 
And so, I mean, I didn't even want any kids. I don't have any babies. So <laughs> that tells you that I don't think I was strong enough to mentally strong enough to have babies. So I kind of just live in my house and with my little animals. And, you know, and then that just gives me peace. And, and like I said, I don't need a lot of friends or anything because of the animals. Yeah. And it's just, I'm happy that way. Oh, so no, it but gives you, like a peace of mind. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm Because I've, I've, I've got my cat and we've got a dog which I don't really get on with. But I'm, I'm a true believer that you know, you get the right, you get the right animals living with you. They're better than friends, and they're better than family. What have you got? Exactly. Well, what do I have? Yeah. Um, I have a, a dog and two cats. Yeah. Which one of my cats is kind of old, and I, I had her when she. I mean, she was my my best friend yeah. when I was single. So. Yeah. You know, and I just, uh, just, just when they die on you, it's just like losing your best friend. Oh man, I've had my cat. My cat is um, nineteen years old now, and I had her. She was a rescue cat. I got. I've had her for seventeen years, and she's really old. She's very thin, and I'm not living with her at the moment. I'm hoping when I move, that I'm hoping I can, I can take the cat with me. Um, and um, and I feel bad because I've not been at the house that much, so I haven't been giving her the attention that she deserves. And when we got the dog, her life kind of got a bit uprooted and stuff. And But when she goes, man, oh, man, alive. That's that's going to break my heart. It's going to break because she's seen me. She has seen me literally crawling on the floor in, you know, at my lowest point. She has been there when I've done that. So, uh, you know, uh, she is. She's the she's the I've known her longer than I've known my kids and my wife. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know what you're talking about, and um, and then and you can give them love, and then and then they don't want anything. They just they're there for you. If you feel like loving them and holding them, then they're there for you. Yeah. Yeah. But also with cats as well. If cats don't want to hang out with you for a bit, they just walk off. They just walk off, look over their shoulders, say, "Nah, not today," and they just pad off. And I love that. I love their independence. Yes. Yes. Hi, Cass. Hello. Oh. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Jerry, would you ever use a baby's foreskin as a beauty treatment? Oh God. No, I heard you guys. No, 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 no. You know what? I don't. I, I don't do all that. I don't do any of that stuff. And you live in Southern <laughs> Cali, which is the most nuts place in the world. <laughs> you know what? They do. I mean, they do bizarre things. And you know, um, yeah, yeah. I used to have a friend that used to work. In one of the studios, and I—I I mean, I—I I know all about all this stuff because it's pretty evil. Yeah, actually, it, <laughs> it isn't it? It's all—all all of this, all of this to look to, to con ourselves that we look younger and we look better. There's a thing called a vampire facial. Have you heard of that? No. Yeah, I know that that Kim Kardashian's used that. What one. do they do? Suck you off? No. <laughs> no, you mean suck, suck the blood off you? I think they inject something into you. Virgin's blood. Mm. Wow. I don't think it's virgins. But I'm that's being hard to I'm being by. told that uh, on Twitter, Pete Burns, who was a pop singer over here, Jerry's dead now. Um, Pete Burns had his lips reconstructed using babies' foreskins. That actually makes sense. Now you think yeah. about it, it does look. You go, oh yeah, they yeah. were big lips. Well, that's like Cruella Deville's coat. Big babies, or lots of little yeah, ones. That's what I mean. Crazy. Yucca. It's, it's a it's a it's a messed up. Well, I. I well, I can't. Why can't we just? I know it's. I know it's different for men. I know it's different for men, although that's changing. But why? Why can't we just grow old? I like. I like. I like wrinkles in, in women's faces. I like a grey hair here or there. Well, where he, he, there Not actually? There. Not there. No, here. Um, you know, I, 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 I've never seen anyone that's had any plastic surgery 
that looks better. For, for you know, the, the, the spatial reconstruction for after accidents and stuff. But I've never seen anyone who's had uh, collagen implants or lip implants. Liz or, Hurley. Um, a part, she's the exception that proves the yeah. rule. But I've ne- well, saying that, I've never seen her in real life. I've only seen pictures of her that get the full treatment. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. But I've got friends, beautiful friends, that have had things done. And you just look and you go... Oh, you shouldn't have done that. No. Shouldn't have done that. I don't think there's any need for it. Well, Jenna. you guys are gorgeous, so you guys don't need any any of that stuff. Yes! But we're so young, Jenny. We're so young. Yes, no, Jenny, no. Jenny. Look, stop saying Jenny. It's Jerry. Jerry. Thank you. Outrageous. It's your fault that that is not my fault. You've got no respect for our callers. I've got ultimate respect <laughs> for uh, all of our callers. Some of I no. I don't actually like any of the callers. <laughs> Uh, Jerry, will you be? Okay. You guys can sit. Will you be watching the royal yeah. wedding tomorrow? Uh, you know what? I think it's here. I think it's on real late or real early. I'm not really sure. How they, but you know what? I don't like. I said I just. I kind of. I don't get into all that stuff. Come on, man! It's hands across the water. It's our two nations I, bonded again. I <laughs> am not bothered about it, but I know I'll end up watching it, and I know I'll end up crying. So I will get completely sucked in. What are you going to cry for? Oh, I always cry at weddings. Oh, for God's sake. It's so beautiful. All that hope, all that optimism. You know it's going to get ruined. (laughs) Jerry, always lovely to talk to you. Let me know if that email comes through. I will. I will. And thank you, guys. Have a great night. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. Lovely. I love it. I love it. Caller from Southern Cali. Great. What a great way to sign off. All the best from Southern Cali. Oh, Love man. It. Let's take a punt, shall we? Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Hi. Hello, line two. Oh, sorry, I'm on, I'm on now. I'm just listening to the radio at the same time. Yeah. I was just going to mention about something really funny. Yes. You know, Cathar's talking about the um, Prince uh, Countess Bathory. Well, it's a castle in Fagarash in Romania. There's actually is there. You can go and visit it, apparently. Yeah. But oh. I was going to ask you... Have you ever heard of the Bone Cathedral in the Czech Republic? It's a cathedral made of thousands upon thousands of human bones. Sweet Lord. Have you been there? No, but I've I've had a friend who's been to the Czech Republic and they've actually been there and they said it's a really creepy place. It's made out of bones, of course. Are they like recent bones? Has there been some sort of horrible massacre or is it just... No, these are from the Middle Ages, but oh, the walls okay. are covered in skulls and bones. That's what's called the bone cathedral. It's actually made of bones. It's quite. Mate. It's on the internet actually as well. Oh mate, that is that is grim. Find it, Catherine. Find, I am. Find bone Boner's Cathedral. No, I'm not putting that one in again. <laughs> oh, that is disgusting, man. The world's a messed up place, isn't it? <gasps> Let's have a look. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Let's have a look. I just thought I'd come on because I might bring up some things for Catherine to look up. <laughs> that is well, well. Thank you for that. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Ta-ta. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, line one's gone. Let's go to a break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We'll get a murder from Catherine in a minute. Well, uh, Martin Kellner's on at one. We've got a couple of calls on the switchboard. Uh, straight to air. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line one. Oh, cool. I just wanted to call in and... Go on about mental health awareness week. Go on then. Okay. Yeah, of course it is. Awesome. Um, because I have a little known illness that few people have this called emotionally unstable personality disorder okay. or what? borderline personality disorder. Okay, yes, I've heard of it, but what does it what does it mean? It means um we react to 
um, situations in a bad way. Yeah. So, you know, if, you know, someone, you know, you react to something and we go, oh, it's just, uh, uh. <laughs> when you put it like that, it doesn't sound that bad. We go, oh, oh, oh. Do, do, you, do you mean that you get you, you get perhaps more? I know I'm, te- I'm teasing. Do you mean that you perhaps get more upset than the average average person would do? Yeah. Right. So yeah, the average average sort of thing that people get upset, we would get probably suicidal on. Right. Okay. 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 Sort of thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That must um, be hard work. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it is hard work and it's horrible and I don't like it. And it, the way we it gets labelled is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, not the, most, it's not, like it... not the nicest of terms, is it? The nicest of uh, descriptive terms. No. So how do you deal with it? Years, it... How, how do you deal with it on a day-to-day basis then? Um, well, apparently the most... The better way of dealing with it is a sort of therapy called dialectical behaviour therapy. Oh, well, so it's that? a bit like CBT, yeah. but um, more intense. Wow. Um, Expensive as well, I bet. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah it's very intensive. It's... Dialectical means it's the... Because a lot of people with EUPD, they have thoughts. The bad is like black and white sort of thinking. Yeah. So the dialectical is the middle, the middle ground. Okay, so so it teaches so, yeah. you to 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 not go to the one extreme or the other extreme, but to maybe find the middle way. Yeah, wow. but that is that is really difficult. I, bet I, it, of I do is. find it difficult. Yeah, I, I, I do because um, I've done DBT a few times now, and I still find it difficult. And like you know, recently I've I've been picked up by the police. I've been unsectioned by the police. Oh, man. It I'm is really sorry. difficult. I'm sorry to hear No, that. no, don't be... No, well, well, no, no, don't be sorry. No, I am, because that's... Goes, no, really. I know, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I hope it doesn't sound patronising, because I don't mean it to, but I'm sorry that, you know, your 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 head and your spirit and your soul has, has caused you to be um, arrested, because that's not pleasant. How has today been for no, you? How are you doing today? Today? Yeah. Um, it's not been too bad, really. I, I met up with a friend who also has... Oh, actually, she did actually call in tonight. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, you, um, it was an uh, unidentified caller. Unidentified caller. Wicked laugh. Unidentified caller in the baggage area. <laughs> Crazy chick. That was it. No names, no pack drill. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, no. I, it was probably her. She has the wicked laugh. She rang in a few times, so it's like, I think that was her. <laughs> yeah, well, she did have a wicked laugh. Hey, listen, we've got to move on, because I've got a couple more calls, and we're going to do Catherine's murder story. But even though next week isn't Mental Health Awareness Week, you you can call in about this stuff any time. That's one of the things we do on this show. People can awesome. call in and chat Thank about you. this any time you want. Thanks Thank for that, you, Rachel. Ian. Nice one. Speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line two. Is that um, Ian? Yes. Oh, hello, Ian. It's Claire Hare. Oh, hello, Claire Hare. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. How are you? Well, I would have got to you before, but I've had a lovely day out. So oh, you're a little bit tipsy. Um, no, not really. Oh. Uh, I'm just a bit cold because I'm stood outside. I don't want to wake my mum up because I'm caring for my mum, you see. So I had a really nice night. Some friends took me over to their house and bought a new jacuzzi and um, <laughs> just a right good chill out. Hang, hang on a minute. Got a bottle of bubbly. That escalated quickly. Lovely. You went and had a bottle of bubbly in a jacuzzi, you swinger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no pampas grass. 
Oh, <laughs> God. You know, I wouldn't go into someone's jacuzzi because you just know it'll be floating. They no, better it's have good... brand new. That's the only time I go in. They better have good filters. Oh, it was brand new, yeah. <laughs> and it was my very closest friends and it was lovely. Well, I'm glad you've had a great time. Go and wake your mum up and tell her about it. Come on, mum. No. No, I can't wait with Mum up this time. Wait, Mum! listen to you last time when I rang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't upset Mum, do we? Yeah, it's a little bit late, but I just wanted to phone in and say hello. And, um, yeah, I hope oh, your Mum's all right, too. Mum's, Mum's doing all right. She's doing all right. I'm going to pop over and see her next week. Hey, listen, thanks yeah. for calling. I've got to go. Yeah, that's OK. Take care. Thank bye-bye. You. Let's go to... We'll take one more, then we'll do your murder story. Line one, you're on the wireless. Are you talking to me? I don't see anybody else here, do you? Whoa, 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 whoa. Am I on, am I on, on, am I on the radio now? You are on the radio now, yes. Yes, Ian, it's Nick. Uh, six weeks ago. Go on. No? Yes, no, I need a bit more. I, oh, listen, do you I, remember me? Right, right, I recognise your voice, but I, you're going to have to give me a bit more to go on. I, I, I do take about 50 calls a night. Uh, yeah, I try calling you all the time, yeah. Okay. W- uh, what did we talk about about six weeks ago? Um, I was outside a police station. Oh, I, I remember someone. you. I remember you. Yeah, I yeah, remember you. How I you doing, you man? Me. How do you, how you doing? I'm in, I'm in an open ward, um, in Springfield. Good, Two. good. How you feel about that? Yeah, um, uh, I'm doing pretty Pretty good. I've got seven percent battery there, so okay. Well, you're gonna, we, you, 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 you've only harder. got sixty seconds because I'm going to hear Kath's murder story yeah. tonight. All oh, right, Kath's got a murder story. Yeah, yeah. She killed someone this week. She's going to tell us all oh, about. Rich. Right. Oh, oh, you don't say. Okay, yeah. I don't talk about it. Okay, but you're doing. You, you... Well, anyway, I'm just sitting in an open wall with a vape. Uh, I was thinking of you, so I thought I'd give you a call because I've got my phone now. Hey, nice one, Mark. How's uh, and briefly because we we are at the end of the show. How are how is how are things going? Things are on the up. Um, I've been in purgatory. I believe I'm in purgatory at the moment. To be honest, right. um, I've, got, I've had a day leave. I went back to my house today for a few hours, um, which was nice. So my dog went for a, good. Didn't good. go for a walk. Just. We watched a program about, about Bayliss, actually. Oh, yeah, good program. Um, Can't pay, we'll take it away. That's the one. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, uh, are you sleeping? Not for the people who are on it, but yeah, I'm sleeping relatively well. They put me on Zopacon that knocks me oh. out. Uh, hey, listen, man, we've got yeah. to go because it's the end of the show. Give us a call next week. I'll give you a call next week, but it was really good to speak nice to you. Nice to you too, man. It's nice to hear you sounding so well. Take care, Nick. Uh, you too, mate. I'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye. There we go. Well, he sounds a lot better than the last time. The things were a little bit crazy last time. Right. Catherine, I've got, um, I've got, I've got some scary noises. This is a terrifying one. Seriously. All right, here we go. This is it, guys. This is... This is if uh, you're in a sensitive disposition, switch off now. If you're what? Sensitive disposition. I don't think that's what you said. Sensitive, I won't. You're sensitive. If you're sensitive, okay. switch off. Okay. You may not have heard of Ed Gein but you definitely know the stories that his twisted tale of murder and grave robbing inspired. Isn't that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy? Wait for it. Okay. Although he only officially killed two people, his grave robbing hobby made for one of the most shocking police raids in history. Wow. 
He was born and raised in the town of Plainfield, Wisconsin, the same location of his crimes. He and his brother Henry were raised mostly by their mother in near-complete isolation on the family farm. The only time they were allowed to leave the farm was to go to school. Gein's mother made a habit of punishing her boys for even trying to make friends, and despite receiving a substantial amount of abuse from his mother, he was obsessed with pleasing her. She was his best friend. In 1940, Gein's father passed away due to heart failure caused by his alcoholism. With the family breadwinner dead, Gein and Henry went to work as handymen around town to make ends meet. In 1944, when Henry and Gein were burning away some vegetation on the property, a fire got out of control, so firefighters were called in to control the blaze. By the end of the day, the fire was extinguished, but Henry had gone missing during the commotion. Gein reported his brother's disappearance, and he set off with police into the woods to look for him. They found his body lying face down in the dirt. The official conclusion was that Henry died of a heart attack or a stroke during the fire. Years later, though, investigators suspected that Gein may have been responsible for his brother's death. One biographer even wrote that Henry's corpse had bruises on its head when it was found. Not long after Henry's death, Gein's mother suffered a massive stroke. Gein dedicated himself to tending his now disabled mother. She suffered a second stroke shortly after the first and died in December 1945. Her death devastated Gein. He boarded up all the rooms in the house that had been used by his mother, and this included all the upstairs and the living room. Gein spent the rest of his life in his mother's house living in a small room off the kitchen. For the next 12 years, no one expected anything much from him. He worked as a handyman and farmer during this time. However, in his private life, he was up to something much worse. Here we go. Here we go. In 1957, a local business owner went missing. Bernice Warden ran the town hardware store. And Gein was one of the last people to buy something from her before her disappearance. Police arrived at his house to investigate, and what they found was a house of horrors. This is horrible. Okay. The first thing they found was her body strung up in a shed, decapitated, hung upside down and gutted like a deer. According to police, Worden was thankfully dead prior to the mutilations. While searching the house, the police made even more gruesome discoveries. Whole and fragmented human bones, a wastebasket made of human skin, human skin covering several chair seats, skulls on the bedposts, mutilated female skulls, bowls made from human skulls, a corset made from a female torso skin from shoulders to waist, leggings made from human leg skin, masks from the skin of female heads, Mary Hogan's, another victim of Gein's, face mask in a paper bag, her skull in a box, Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack, her heart in a plastic bag in front of his stove, a belt made from female human nipples. A nipple belt? Four noses, a pair of lips on a window shade drawstring, a lampshade made from the skin of a human face, and fingernails from female hands. Needless to say, police immediately arrested (laughs) Gein. Down at the station, he confessed to killing a second woman, Mary Horgan, in 1954 and making yeah. numerous grave robbing trips. Wow. Isn't... He admitted to police that not long after his mother died, he began to craft a woman suit made from the skin of those dead bodies. That He'd been on a grave robbing spree. All right, you've got 30 seconds. He claims he did it so he could become his mother and literally crawl into her skin whenever he wanted. Here's Martin Keltner! Yeah, we've got a lot of fun stuff, too, um, <laughs> with... That is the guy, I'm sure that's the guy that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on. Is it? 
Yeah. It's, it's like a real life psycho, though, isn't it? It's yeah. the same sort and of Silence thing, of yeah. the Lambs and the Texas yeah. Chainsaw. Yeah, Chainsaw. yeah. Well, apparently, after a Psycho, uh, Egon Rone took two stars off the Bates Motel. <laughs> <laughs> a trip advisor. It got terrible, terrible, terrible reviews. Don't use the shower. No, no, indeed not. Martin Kellner is on at one o'clock. Good yes, evening, I am indeed. We're, well, we've got the um, the Middlesbrough equivalent of the Bayou Tapestry, oh. uh, which is basically uh, a bunch of people in Middlesbrough who've knitted a little thing. Oh, um, I've seen this. Um, this, this is brilliant. This yes. Yeah, this is brilliant. They've knitted a royal balcony scene with them all yeah. in, and they've had to take out, obviously, they started knitting it months ago. Oh. They've had to take out Meghan Markle's dad. Yeah, of course. So they keep, well, first they had to take him out, and then he said he was coming, so they put him back in again. Now they take him out again, and they're going to almost do it live. It's almost like live blogging. You don't think of all these consequences, do mm, you? You don't think right. of everyone that's affected by well, it. Well, it's also the dress, you see, because they've, they've sort of predicted the kind of dress that Meghan Markle would yeah. be wearing. But, of course, it's not going to be revealed. Nobody will see it no. until tomorrow. So they might have to alter. They've got, uh, I think it's a shorty dress, uh, beaded. white Shorty white beaded dress. Yeah. So if she, uh, if she chooses to wear something else, they're going to have to re-knit it. It's all happening so, at one o'clock. Oh, unbelievable. It's all happening at one o'clock. Not uh, just that. There's other stuff as oh, well. Oh, I thought you were going to do four <laughs> hours of that. There's more. <laughs> Sam, thank you very much indeed. Catherine, thank you. We'll be back on uh, Monday at Monday. 10 o'clock. But do stay tuned, though. Coming up after the news, it's Mr. Martin Kellner. Thank you.